Christ, you people suck. Wow. Another week of N4G Radio. This is episode, fuck, I just had it, 714 for September 12th, 2022. And on the show this week, we have Anthony. Hello. We have Terrence. Hello. And we got the Wombat. I am here as well. <laughs> yeah, welcome to your first Record Your Own Audio podcast. All right, we'll see how this goes. It, you, uh, you all may end up. Uh, sounding like you're talking to a ghost because my audio may just suddenly not exist anymore. I know, right? Like I, like the whole time last week when we were recording, and boy, of course, our inaugural record your own audio episode was two hours and like forty five minutes. Of course. Like I'm sitting there the whole time, like, what if somebody's audio stops working and this fucking thing whole implodes? Yep. <laughs> well, and my computer's behind me too, so I, I'm not actively looking at it at any given time so my anxiety will not allow me to do that like i have to have my audacity <laughs> in my face and i have to see my audio levels i have to anyway um so we're gonna talk about some video games it's crazy it's the it's the crazy silly season uh today's the first sunday nfl football day so i'm super stoked it feels like it's time that time of year so we're going to talk about video games. Uh, I'll kick it off with Anthony, even though he had mic problems. I've only played Tinykin. Moving on. Dude. <laughs> That's a good game, Tiny though. Tinykin is fucking awesome. It's, it's, it's going to be on the list. Oh, it's all, yeah, I started my list. Like, I always start it probably around September. And Tinykin was, like, one of the first things I put on there. I really enjoy that game. It's one of the best 3D platformers in years. And, uh, everything, everything about it is adorable, and I just, I kind of love it. I love that the, um, silverfish are all high. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best so, things about that game, is, like, how the societies have broken up. The, um, dung beetles are all sort of timid and super friendly. And I love them. They're one of my favorite designs. I do love the shield bugs and how their expression, like the expression on their chest is how they're feeling, but it's not their face. Like the sneeches? The, the sneeches? You don't remember the, the Dr. Seuss story? No. There were the, the no, two I don't even, sneeches. I don't, even know that. I don't even know that story, to be honest with you. That's the reason why I asked. I've never read that book. Oh, that, sorry. That's not their emotion. That was like... One of them had stars and one of them didn't. Never mind. I'm thinking of the Care Bears. Oh, yeah. It wasn't there a uh, wasn't there a, a, a show about animals wearing T-shirts? 
Oh, Shirt Tales. We kids. Yeah, Shirt Tales. That's right. Don't know yeah, that like, show. I'm assuming that's a newer show. Shirt Tales? Shirt Tales? No. 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 Shirt Tales was when we were kids. Yeah. Oh, then, it, then it's, then it's like, older than me. Got it. Okay. Yeah, like mid, like early to mid-80s, probably. All right. Well, yeah, this game, because I don't know if we talked about it. I don't know if I talked about it. I guess that's the more specific thing. Um, I... Uh, I was going in expecting Pikmin, and what it really is is a 3D platformer where you have Pikmin-like characters, the Tinykin, um, who all do different things. Some of them lift, some of them explode, um, some of them turn into ramps, and the best ones turn into ladders. Um, and then, the, sorry, the other one, because there's only five types, are uh, you use as like a daisy chain to hook electricity through... <laughs> But the latter yeah. ones are the best because the more you get, the platforming becomes easier. And you have this glide mechanic. Um, but it just everything is charming and there's no combat, which was a worry of mine because I just expected... Oh, I expected it to go there at some point after being really kind of peaceful. Um, all the conflict is just sort of resolved. Like, we, you by doing certain tasks rather than, like, fighting stuff. Um... It's just this really adorable game that, like, I'm surprised I didn't really know about beforehand. Like, I feel like this is a game that would have been, like, really popular on first showing, and I would have seen it in the indie community for, you know, years. But no, it's, like, just kind of came out, and it's on Game Pass, right? Yeah, it's on Game Pass. I, I feel like, not to be dismissive... If this was a Nintendo game, nobody would question it. Like that's how that's how good and how polished it feels and the art style just kind of fits. Yeah. yeah. I uh I agree. And I, the music, oh my god, the, the music's, music's fantastic. So like everything about this game is great. Like I have not had um really any issues. Uh I've been going around trying to 100% everything. Um the achievements are neat. Like some of them are really like Oh, that's a really neat achievement to get. Um, like, one of them was, like, saving myself with a bubble from a... Like, right before I hit the ground. Um, the death sequences are cute, but not, like, you know, punishing at all. They just restart you back somewhere safe. Um, yeah, there's no penalty for dying in that game, thankfully. Yeah, and, and what's really neat is, like, you were a small person in a normal-sized world. So, like... You are miniature and you're going through different rooms of a house and the scale, like the, the, how small you are, like on top, you're sliding across like these spider webs and you're going across an entire kitchen. And it's so cool how the, the, each level sort of opens up the further you explore. Um, and then there's just some really neat like little activities that you do in each like putting up posters and they're just post-it notes like i i appreciate the uh regular sized world small person thing i liked in clockwork night and that didn't even really explore it really but um i just i've always liked that aspect of video games and we should see that more often to be honest but yeah this is such a wonderful little game that's what i've been pouring my time into um very few times i've been home this week uh, so that's the uh, I, I I played that penguin game we talked about last week. It's fine. Penguin. I don't remember what it's called. 
It's, uh, I'm just typing in Penguin Switch game, and I don't remember what it was called. Um, I, I don't remember. There's, what was the, where did I see that? Oh, it was Jay. Well, we were, we were chatting in Discord, and like, we were just like, talking about games we were playing or review codes that came in and jay's like i've never heard of all of these games yeah <laughs> it's just like dude there are so many freaking video games it's crazy yeah it's too much we need that monoculture back i you know i i Where felt we can all be in... excited about a game rather than all just being like i fucking can't play another game right now yeah we had that I... with elden ring earlier in the year yeah, that was that was the Zeitgeist game this year was definitely Elden Ring and I feel like God of War will probably be that again. But you're right, like everything, like I get I I get stumped like when I go to play a game, I'm like I have 300 games installed, what the fuck am I going to play? And it's the same thing when I go to watch TV, I'm like I've got 25 streaming services, what am I going to watch? I'm so happy that that's not just me because I sit down in front of my Xbox all the time and I'm like going over the game. I'm like, what am I going to play? Like, there's so much stuff. Like, I don't even know. And it's the same thing with the TV shows. That's the benefit of only playing one thing at a time. That's true. I, I, yeah. I truly need to do that. And unfortunately, I just... I can't. And you know what's makes it, <laughs> what makes it worse is like, I, I did that this weekend. I sat down. I was like, you know what? I'm going to finish up Saints Row. So I booted up Saints Row I did a mission where I was supposed to steal a food truck and I get to the food truck and I can't get in the food truck because the game is glitched. So I'm like, well, fuck uh. this game. I'll go play. So-. And immediately I'm like, well, I got 10 other things I can play. So I just quit it and go play something else. So- Man, that Saints Row game. Listen, that's, that's it for Volition, isn't it? I really think it yeah. is because that is so typical. That was basically, I had that experience all the time. Like I reset like probably after every four missions or something like it, it, God dang it, that game is just, it's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. It, it is a shame, cause like, it's like, the missions aren't even that great, and when they glitch out and you can't finish them, it's just like, dude, why am I even wasting my time? Right! <clears throat> anyway, uh, is that, that it anything? That's you have anything else? It. No, I, I've been busy all week. Okay. Uh, so I'll move on to Terrence. What do you, what do you got? Um, so, uh, I've been playing a couple of things for review so tim tim which is so it's labeled as an mmo but it's it's essentially pokemon um so it's a creature collecting game um they do a lot of things that are different and in some ways better than pokemon for one the the battles are like 2v2 i guess so at any time when you go into a fight you can pull you'll have out two of your tim tim monsters um, which is nice. And it kind of adds another layer of, uh, strategy because each of the Timtums have, um, traits and each species has two different traits that you can find. And those traits, uh, will work together with other types of Timtum. For instance, there is an electric type that, uh, has a chain electricity attack that will go around and it'll end up hitting, you know, one of your monsters. Well, there's a trait that one of the, um, starters, the crystal, I think it's crystal has um, where it doesn't take damage from electric attacks. So you can use that powerful attack. And once it gets to him, he won't actually get hit with it. It'll just hit the enemies. So it has a lot more strategic options, I think, than Pokemon offers. And it's, it's a little bit more hard than Pokemon because playing those games, I don't, I don't ever use the like tail swipe 
or the thing that makes them blind or any of those little type of stuff. I just attack, you know, various attacks, whatever. You cannot do that in Temtem. You have to use those statuses and different things and kind of, to kind of play out those battles, um, which is kind of nice. Um, it's online. So, I mean, when you're running around, you see, you know, a bunch of other people running around with their little monster following behind them. But the the reason I say I, I'm not sure why they're using the MMO tag is because I guess the developer said that they, they're not planning any more like major content. So what the game is now is what it's going to be outside of them adding. Like they said, they're not going to add any more monsters or anything, but there'll be like events and stuff like that. But there won't be like expansions or different islands because the world is you know, broken up in these different islands, but there won't be other areas or anything like that. And I'm like, mm, that's kind of what MMO is, is that it's supposed to go on forever. Y'all just basically made Pokemon online, but neither here nor there. I'll have a review for it too. It's uh, I like it. I mean, it's, it's cool. It's, um, I just, I don't think it's a real MMO outside of it just being a bunch of people on there. Um, yeah, that's weird because one of the, the, the conversation that always crops up about this game is like, can I play it by myself? Because it is a labeled as an MMO. And I think, People don't necessarily want to play Pokemon as an MMO. Right, right. And yeah, because I saw people asking that on Twitter. And yeah, you totally can play it by yourself. Like, I'm not, I haven't made a friend in there. I'm not in a, a club because you can join clubs, which I guess is like a guild kind of thing. Um, they do have competitive battles. Like, you can have friendly and competitive battles and stuff with people, uh, which is nice. But like, it just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't really feel like an MMO. But, you know, I'm digging it for what it is. So that's cool. Uh, the other thing that I'm playing for review is, uh, NBA 2K23. Um, man, that game looks good. Beautiful game. Like those, the, the player likenesses and stuff is just crazy. And then the, so there's the, this year is the, the Jordan edition. So they have, um, where you can play 15, I think it's 15 of Jordan's different historical moments in games. Like you can play out the game. Like even start starts with his college uh, college game, and they have a filter for um, the visuals that will emulate what it looked like watching it on broadcast TV back in the day on like a standard definition. And it show where he goes to baseball and doesn't really succeed in baseball. <laughs> no, that they... should be one of the moments. <laughs> <laughs> it just changes the mechanics. You're now playing a baseball game. It's not as appealing. That would that actually would be kind of funny. But no, they they omit that. You know, you don't have to go to the baseball bit. Um, Man, you should totally have pre- to play baseball. Press, That'd be awesome. Press, press X to yell at your teammates. <laughs> right, the true the true Jordan experience. Um, but it's it's it is a really good game. I mean, bas- I haven't played a two K like for real, for real in, in a couple of years. Like I played some games with my son over the the couple of the past couple of years ones, but actually going through through this one, it's it's really well done. And I like I think the franchise, the era franchise mode is probably my favorite um, because in that you it's it's like the normal franchise, but now you have like all of the players across you know the entirety of the history of the nba so i mean if you want kobe uh to to be with um you know uh dr j you can do that like you can build like it's all these different these different players and it's i don't know it's i like the franchise mode what i don't like is the my team because i'm pretty sure the only way you can be successful in that is if you spend a bunch of money and buy v bucks which i assume is the point yeah, that's yeah. So, <clears throat> which is funny yep, that my team, my team card bullshit has been there for a couple of years, and it's always just 
completely lackluster and my least favorite part of the game. Yep, that's that's where I'm at. Like I've played it. I think I've played like two matches, and I'm not a fan. Like it's, I, I don't see. Like I like how it's it's a whole different. Like it's a whole completely like game mode in and of itself. Like you can play with other people. It has different game mode types and stuff like different basketball game types i mean that's cool but yet the fact that you have to have to spend so much money in order to have a decent team and be successful is nah i like card games as as we know but nah i'm cool on this but uh outside of that i i'm actually really digging it it's it's really good um and you get that hard drive space well and it was yeah. <laughs> it was that that's actually i was about to say that because uh you know, talking to Ryan here, I've, I'm playing some of the older stuff that I have on here. So I reinstalled Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was also a hundred and something gigabytes. Oh shit. Yeah. That's, that's a hundred and some gigs. Yeah. For yeah, sure. I'm like every game is, why is that the new number? Like everything is a hundred gigs. God. Um, but yeah, so I playing some Valhalla. That's, that's, that's a good game. I, I playing some Circus Electrique, which I won't go into too much because I know, um, Drew talked about it last week, but, I like that way more than I like Darkest Dungeon. Like, I, I like this circus one a lot. Um, there was something else I played. What was the other thing? Oh, I We didn't talk about Steel Rising yet. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because, okay, yeah, Steel Rising. I, I actually did play that last night. Um, that that is, that is a really good game. So I, I did the review for that. That's what I was kind of, um, you know, we couldn't talk about it last week. But, uh. The, and I put this in the review, the assist mode, I think, and from what I've kind of been looking at on Twitter, I, I think it actually is working. Like, it's bringing a lot of people to this Soulsborne game that I don't think otherwise would have, um, which is nice because they're, they're doing so much in this game that from software and all the other ones that make those type of games refuse to do, but, you know, you can pause the game, you know, in combat, um, you know, if you need a minute, you can, uh, there's, there's health potions via the little oil thing that like, it's, it's like a, a freaking common drop. Like you can, you know, pop those while you're fighting. Um, it just, it does a lot of stuff, but not to mention like graphically, it looks good. The story is really good. And but I think this is probably spider's best game, which I feel like I say that every time I play their games, cause I'm a fan of theirs, but this, like the level of polish and stuff that they have on this, like. There is some janky stuff that happens, but that's to be expected in their games. But um, this is Steel Rising is legit, and it's they a keep getting title. better. Yeah, they do. They, they keep getting better and yep. better. Like it's because um, hold on, I typed in spiders and then I realized that was just going to give me pictures of, of spiders. spiders. You didn't do an image search, did you? <laughs> no. That'd be bad. That'd be hard. I mean, of spiders, it would just be pictures of spiders. Like I said, Google was like, "You look for spiders? Guess what?" Here's all the information on spiders. Um, yeah, like, going through, I don't remember some of these. They did one of the Sherlock Holmes games, which is funny, because I love uh, uh, Frogwares, who did all the other Sherlock Holmes games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a game called Grey Matter, which is a point-and-click game. Uh, and then they did Fairy Legends of Avalon. That game is not good. Right. I don't this is where I they start getting their action-adventure. They did Of Orcs and Men, which is an okay eh. game. An it's okay eh. game. Yeah. Then they did The Testament of Sherlock Holmes. Um, this must have been a port. Yeah, they ported it to the consoles. That's what they've done. Because in, say, Frogwares, I think, developed the other one, now that I think about it. And yeah, that, so anyways. Then they did Mars Warlogs. Then I they like did, that game. I like that, yeah. yeah. The, 
Then they did Bound by Flame, a better game. Yep. Uh, I, like that. I love that game. That was good. Then they did the Technomancer, arguably yeah. a better game. Yeah, Techn- yeah, arguably. Right. And then they did Greedfall, which is a better game. And then which is an awesome Steel game. Greedfall is Then they do awesome. Steel Rising. And it's like, you know, it's just one of these, like, you can see them get better with every yeah. step. I which think is, I which is great. Right Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, which is great, because that means the next Greedfall is going to be even better. Yeah, Greedfall yeah, 2. Yeah, that's their next game, right? Yeah. Yep. Greedfall 2. Oh, shoot, I yeah. just saw that. That's awesome. Yeah, because Greedfall was, yep. I didn't know they were going to sequel. That's sweet. Okay. 2024, too. Probably won't make it, but that's fine. Yeah, it's it's funny that Steel Rising um, is as good as it is, considering that I, I believe on this show we were told that a Souls game is only good because of its difficulty. Yep. And in Steel Rising, you can literally make yourself God. I'm sorry. You, uh, you cannot die. The only thing that only thing that exists about Souls games is that they're difficult. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's, it has nothing yeah. to do with the lore or the art design or the world design or, like, you know, all the mechanics. No, no, none of that. It's just that it's difficult. Dude, that's, what I, that's the whole reason I wanted to play Steel Rising, because it's a freaking French Revolution automaton robot lady. Yeah, that's what drew me was the uh, just the alt history kind of thing. J- just accurate beyond a fault, <laughs> dude. I love it. I, I I love that the this game. Like I hope that this shows that you can do that and it's okay, and that the game's whatever you know integrity isn't broken because you can make it easier. Yep. I I would play more. Uh, the, the game the, if they this, do this. Well, the the thing is though even the even keeping the integrity of the game doesn't stop the community that you're talking about from complaining about it because i i beat elden ring uh and then came to find out afterwards that according to some people in the community i didn't actually beat it because i used spirit ashes which is a mechanic within the game is that the and one where because you of the guys? Yes, yeah. and because yeah. of the specific weapon that I used was um, too broke and cheap. So, uh, I, it, uh, Rivers of Blood. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I was told that I wasn't playing it that I didn't because I was using magic. I used the sword of night and flame. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was using I'm, like yeah. the magic stuff. Like, and they were like, "No, that's not the true way of doing." It. I'm like, "What?" It's it, it the the gatekeeping is a way of life in that community. So it, it doesn't even matter if they don't add the quality of life features that you're talking about. People within that community will find a way to say that people aren't beating the game the right way anyway. I'm going to say something, and I've said it before, but I'm going to be meaner this time. If you're only... If your only, like, success in life is that you've beat Dark Souls or just hard video games, and then you have to go and criticize how other people beat those games, you're a loser. There's no question about it. You suck as a human being. I am not <laughs> mincing words anymore. You're a loser. Touch grass. Go outside. Meet Touch people. Grass. Tell them, tell them, tell them when people are like, oh, what do you do? You can tell you like, well, I beat Dark Souls and I beat a bunch of hard video games and they're all going to look at you like, end? Piece of shit. Maidenless. Because you're a loser. And I'm not trying to be resume, motherfucker. And 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 I'm I'm like I'm not saying that like listen, I'm saying I'm not saying you can't be proud of yourself for being a hard video game. That that is not what I'm saying at all. But if that's your only thing, if that's where you like 
Oh, you didn't beat it right. Well, I'm and sorry. what's funny about like let me let me check let me check this multiplayer game. Oh, that's right, it's single player. Get fucked. What's what's it actually is multiplayer, but you know um, what I mean though. It's not a massively multiplayer game. You don't have to engage with that shit. Right. If you don't have to. Don't what to. What's funny about the 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 Rivers of Blood stuff and the um, the Mimic tier Spirit Ash stuff is that those were not easy to get to and or find uh, no. and or collect because a to get rivers of blood you have to beat somebody that's using it um and the mimic tier is in a uh, relatively difficult area i mean when i say difficult i mean it's got to be like you got to be um somewhat high level you're not getting either one of those until you're probably 75 percent of the way through the game anyway and is the mimic tier in a mimic no it's not Oh, that's you fight. You fight like a. Um, so there's a whole series of enemies in the game that look like, uh, like lumps of mercury, uh, and they can turn into, uh, oh, like people who look like characters. And so you fight one that looks like you, and then when you beat it, you unlock that as a summon where you can summon okay, that... basically a copy of yourself. All right, I, I. I, I still accept that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I but yeah, like, I don't, I don't that. like that's that how my shit. Son beat it, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. But yeah, that's that's the same I, I, way like, I just, Ryan, it's, the same way Brennan did. It's, it's just to me, it's like, I, it's like if you beat Contra by like cheating, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand when that became the thing. You're only cheating yourself. You didn't do it. It's a, it's a video game. It's a, it's literally supposed to be fun. Right. If a game's okay. not fun, it's failing. Congratulations. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> I just don't Dude, video games ain't Ugh. video games are not fun anymore, don't you? Just if you're working this? it like a job, you've defeated the point. Thank you. Ugh. Sorry, I, I try not to be, but it's like it just this is such an infuriating group of people. And it's not all of them. Like most of the people Yeah, it's a, it's who a minority play those games of that community. Yeah, and they're loud. And they're loud, loud, loud. But it's like I don't see people taking them to the task enough, and just calling them like better. a loser. Yeah, it's, well, that's the same sort of thing. But it's like you're, you're losers. If you're fighting <laughs> over plastic boxes, you're losers. Like this is video games. Like we're allowed to have opinions. You're allowed to be wrong. You're allowed to be right. Who gives a shit? Really, it's opinions at the end of the day about fucking video games. And I realize that's ironic coming from a video game podcast, especially from myself. But it's just. I don't know, like, we joke about stuff, but, like, if you like Shenmue, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, it it doesn't ruin my day. I, I'm more upset that I feel like the creator of that series fleeced a bunch of people for nothing. But, um, it's, like, you know, at the end of the day, I don't give a shit. It's, like, your time. If you enjoy it, go right ahead. But then these people come out and they're like, I need to fight everyone about how they've besmirched the Souls games and uh, just, uh, just my concern is just the fact that the quality of life improvements that do exist in Elden Ring are going to get. I hope this won't happen based on the success of that game, but I my fear is always that those are going to get wiped out for the next game because they want to please that subset of the uh, oh. community. And so my hope it's is like- that the fact that the this one sold so much with all those improvements will will make them keep those. It's like Smash Brothers, and I'm not trying to, like, I mean, there's there's other reasons why you can criticize the Smash community, but it's like, that game is so far from what it was, 
at this point. Like, they still have a bunch of stuff, but, like, they clearly went into the balancing and trying to make this a legit fighting game. And it's like, if you're playing without items, I feel like you've missed the fucking point of that game. Because it's a mechanic. And it's like, well, I can turn it off. Right, but it's on by default. So by turning it off, it's like, oh, well, you know. Like, if we're going to have fights about, like, the games and how, like, the creator's vision. Well, that's how that game was created. <laughs> and it's like, it's always these little groups that get, like, oh, well, you know, we're going to lean into this. And it's like, well, th- just remove the you know, casual market from that, I suppose. But it just doesn't make sense to me. And with Dark Souls, it's always different because everybody talks about how you need to play it. Oh, it's the greatest game of all time. I'm I'm all about... You play it right. I'm all about giving people as many different ways to play a game as you can. Me too. It's just oh, yeah. I, don't like, I don't like when we start catering to, like, the hardest of hardcore people because, like, that's how you end up with niche genres and you want this game to sell and continue. And have the same budget. But then, you know, Elden Ring sold really well, so what the fuck do I know, I guess. These are the dudes that got mad. And, and this is aging myself, but these are the dudes that got mad in high school when everybody start, started liking Nirvana after he died. These are the same dudes. Like, who cares? It's weird. It, I don't know. I, I Maybe I come, maybe someone can explain it to me. I just don't get it, because I just don't, I don't think I think that way. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe someone will be like, listen to this clip from this podcast, and they'll be like, alright, well, that was past me, and past me was a different person. <laughs> hey, you're just like spiders, Anthony. You just get better. I, that's go. incorrect. Oh. I'm just, it's like the energy's running out, and just slowly I'm just burning myself out, and eventually I'll just be a husk of a person smoldering. Jeez. <laughs> hey, no. We've been doing this, we've been doing this, you know, since the beginning. You can see we're we're not bitter and jaded. That's right. You'll be fine. Anyway, uh, anything else, Terrence? Still rising. Yeah, that, that game is good. It is. Yeah. Um, no, that, uh, I think that's it. I mean, well, yeah, but I don't need to go into that. I checked out the Bio Mutant, um, cause it got its upgrade, the, the X series. Oh, yeah. Upgrade. Yeah, I messed with that for a little bit. Um, it feels, feels a lot better. Like, I mean, it plays, plays really well. Um, did you beat it? I did not. I'm like halfway through it. Oh, that game is so much better than it gets credit for. I like that game. Really? I, mean, I Yeah, I like what I played. I just, you know, like I said, I, since I bounce around stuff, it just got put on the shelf because other stuff came out. But, um, yeah, it's, it, yeah, I, I appreciate their, the update that they did. It definitely, it definitely added something. But no, that's all I got. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I revisited that one a little bit and I think I'm gonna try to revisit 13 because it's supposedly like completely reworked. And I hope it's better because that original thirteen remake was terrible. I yeah, I read. I want actually, I want to get that, but I'm waiting for the whenever they release the thing. Hopefully, it'll be on sale at the time <laughs> when they release that. I'm patch. sure it will be. Yeah, that 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 game flopped so hard, and I'm like, I, you know, good on them for going back and fixing it because I want it to be good. I love the way thirteen looks, but yeah, that original. I made it through about two because I was supposed to review it, and I made it through about two levels, and I just emailed PR. I was like, I can't, I can't review this. I was like, this is so bad. I'm like, I can't even finish it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like we got like six of these emails. We we know it's it's fine. Yeah, they weren't even mad. They're like, yes, yeah, we, we know, we know. All right, I'll move on to the wombat. All right, so I'll start. Um... 
I'll start with Cyberpunk. Um, so I played a little bit more of that. Ken, I'm not sure if you've got in your news uh, the patch update for Cyberpunk. Oh, he just left. Okay. Uh, well, that was a uh, that was peek behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll just cover it now, just in case. So um, the uh, they added cross prog- uh, cross progression. Uh, where it uploads your saves to the cloud so you can continue where you left off. Uh, like across different consoles? It says across other platforms, so I'm assuming that's a yes. Interesting. I wonder if that's partially to do with, um, Steam Deck? Uh, That would be my guess. Um... They added Transmog, which is awesome. Should have been in there in the first place. That's... Yes, it should have. Just, just... To make sure I'm understanding that right, because I have not touched this game at all. Transmog is when you like take the stats of one item and make it look like another. Correct. Yeah, and okay. some of the some of the stuff that has good stats in this game looks like crap. Yep. Uh, and it doesn't. I, I don't want to say looks like crap as in the design is bad. It it looks like like the best the best uh, t-shirt you might have from an armor standpoint might be a crop top that says bitch on it. Um, and like, <laughs> yeah, like you look, you look like crap in that game for most of it, and it's crazy. Yeah, so I kind of love that. So that's why Transmog is going to be so nice. So I'm glad that's in there now. Did you, um, I was going to ask you about that. Did you figure out how to do it? Because I went back to my apartment. I booted this up too after the patch. I went back to my apartment and I was trying to, like, I see that you can set up like outfits now, but I couldn't yep. figure out how to transmog. Yeah, I haven't. I'm I'm still on the patch screen because I was just going through the patch notes, uh, so gotcha. I haven't actually booted it up to try it out yet. Um, right, when you figure it out, let me know because I could, for the life of me, not figure out how to because ch- my look is terrible. Yeah. Um, they so they also added some new like side missions. Uh, they added some new weapons, including a chain sword, which is cool. Um. They added some tie-ins to the um, anime series Edge Runners. They added a Roach Race mini game, which I don't even know what that is, but it appears to feature Roach from The Witcher. Uh, yeah. Neon rims for motorcycles. Uh, the ability to insert your pet cat into the photos you take around Night City. Uh, <laughs> the ability to change your appearance at a Ripper Dock. And new hair, some new hairstyles. So, uh, all in all, it seems like a pretty decent set of updates for a game that's been out as long as this one has. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we'll, that's, we'll talk about that's CDPR. We'll, yeah, we'll they about, tend to do that. We'll, we'll talk about Cyberpunk in the news because we'll we'll go into the details of this. But one warning for you when you're playing this game: make sure your son's not around when you go into your wardrobe because when you go to do the outfits, your character is just nude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch that. Yeah, like I was, I booted it up and I was like, alright, I'm gonna go set some outfits and figure out the transmog and my character was just like, blow, right there, you're just gonna see it. All the business. <laughs> All the business. Um, yeah, so I played just a little bit of that and I'm, I'm kinda making my way through. Um, I, I, uh, I really like the game. I like, uh, basically all the stuff that it does. I'm, uh, I'm having a little bit of trouble, I think, sort of staying invested in it. 
Um, and I don't know if it's just because I'm coming off of Elden Ring, which I was tremendously invested in. Because um, I like the game and I like the characters. I, I'm not as big on the combat. Um, it's okay, but again, I'm not a huge first-person shooter guy. So I think that's maybe part of why I can't get as invested in it. Um, but overall, the, the story and the characters are enough to keep me playing it. So, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'll, I'll finish it up and be anxiously anticipating the next, um, CDPR release, which is The Witcher, uh, uh, for modern consoles. Uh, I can't wait for that. Um, cause Witcher 3 is the only one of that series that I haven't played through multiple times. So, It'll be my it'll be my time to play through the third one uh, a second time. Um, I, I I feel you on Cyberpunk of like hard to get into. I don't know how far you are, but about halfway through that game, that thing clicked for me so hard, and it ended up being one of my favorite games ever. It's so good. Yeah, I'm I'm about um, I would say I'm probably forty percent of the way through. I'm in Act Two, um, but I've been doing some side stuff too, right? So. Um, the, uh, I, I really, I really like it. It's just, I was, um, like Elden Ring was one of those games that's pretty rare for me where even when I wasn't playing it, it was like all I could think about. Mm -hmm. Uh, and this one hasn't quite grabbed me that way, although I've enjoyed really what I've played of it. Um, it just hasn't been like, a, a, a an obsession like Elden Ring was. So, um. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I do really enjoy the game, and um, uh, I wish, like I said before, that it had been as polished at launch, because I think it's kind of a shame that uh, it's a game that clearly had a ton of work invested in it, um, and it's kind of a shame that it, it collapsed because the launch was so disastrous. Um, yeah, agreed. So uh, other than that, I've been playing two games for review. So the first one I'll talk about is Rocksmith Plus. Um, so for those of you who don't know uh, or who haven't played the original, Rocksmith is um, kind of a combination of a guitar teaching uh, software and something like a rock band or um, uh, Guitar Hero in that you play them with a real guitar um, but you have the notes coming at you on a, uh, uh, pathway that you, and you have to try to time it right. Um, so I feel, well, let me just go through the mechanics real quick. So it's PC only at this point. Um, it, uh, you, it's a subscription based model. So it's $14.99 a month, uh, or it's, um, $39.99 for three months or a hundred bucks for a year. Um, you have to download it and launch it from the, uh, Ubisoft Play app on your PC. Um, in terms of how it picks up on your guitar, well, so let me also mention, this should be obvious, but I'm going to state it just in case, you do have to have a real guitar to play this game. Um, so... There are multiple ways in which the game can pick up the sound from your guitar. Um, one way is what they call the real tone cable, um, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a USB to um, fourth inch jack cable that plugs right into your guitar if you have electric pickups. Um, 
And uh, if, by the way, you owned either Rocksmith 2014 on 360 or Band Fuse on 360, which was a similar type game, they both came with cables that will work for this game. So um, if you owned either one of those, those cables will work uh, for this Rocksmith Plus version. Um, How much is the cable if you have to buy it? I don't know. I haven't looked it up because I had mine, thankfully. So um, I didn't have to buy one. Um, so I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. Um, real tone cable is what they're called if somebody wants to look it up while I'm talking. Um, the uh, So the other way is with the Rocksmith Plus Connect app, uh, which is an app that you download on your phone. Uh, it basically connects to your computer via local network, and um, it uses the microphone in your phone to listen to your playing um, and then it translates that to what's actually happening uh, on the screen. So uh, I tried both. So I did um, the real tone cable in both my electric guitar and my acoustic guitar that has electric pickups. And um, it worked well. The one thing I'll say is that um, there is... So when you when you use the real tone cable, the uh, the game basically treats your computer like an amp, and so it plays um, amplified guitar sounds with tone out of your computer, um, which is cool because it matches the tone that was used in the original songs when you're actually playing songs. There is a, just a little bit of lag, and it's not too much more latency than you would get out of a real guitar amp. Um, but there is a little bit of a disconnect between when your ears hear the electric guitar string sound and when the sound comes out of the PC. But it's not really long enough for it to be much of a problem. Um, and then I used, so my other acoustic guitar that doesn't have electric pickups, I used the um, uh, app on and it worked just fine. Um, I, I didn't have any lag with that. It worked actually surprisingly well. Um, picked up the tone well. Um, it it um, it has a built-in tuner, obviously, so it, it it's going to help you tune your guitar before every song you play or before every exercise you play if you want it to. Um, so jumping into sort of the, the game itself, um, so I feel the same way about it now as I felt about it back then, and that is... If you are someone who is an experienced guitar player, and when I say experienced guitar player, really what I mean is you have the muscle memory to know where each of the six strings is without looking at the guitar, and you have a good sense of where each numbered fret is without looking at the guitar, um, then there's probably a decent amount of fun to be had here, sort of challenging yourself to... Uh, learn and play the songs that are included. If you're going to use it as a tool to learn how to play guitar, I don't see how you could. Um, because if you don't have all the string positions and fret positions memorized, you're going to spend a lot of time looking at the actual guitar, and every second you spend looking at the actual guitar is a second that you're not looking at the screen. And when you're not looking at the screen, um, the stuff coming at you down the pathway, it, it gets disorienting quick if you have to look back and forth between 
the guitar and the the pathway. So um, I had so I am probably best described as your average hobbyist guitar player. I I've never been great at guitar, um, but I'm good enough to play the stuff that I wanted to play. Um, and for me learning to play songs with it, the basic stuff is easy. It's basic, right? But learning to play songs with it, I would much rather use actual tablature to learn how to play songs just because I don't like the dis disorientation of trying to look back and forth between the screen and the guitar. If I was better at guitar and just sort of didn't never had to look at the fretboard or at my uh, strumming hand, I would probably like it more. Um, I had my wife, who has never played guitar, sit down with the basic lessons to see how it would feel for her, and she quit almost immediately um, because <laughs> she said, "I it's way too much to try to um, it's way too much to try to keep up with." Uh, knowing, okay, the, there's a, a blue screen or a blue string on the screen. And I know that that is the third string down and I got to make sure I'm strumming the third string down, but I have to do it when the screen tells me to do it. It's very disorienting if you've never played guitar before, or if you're just not, um, all that practiced with guitar. So I think probably your mileage is going to vary with the game, depending on how much you play. If you play a lot and you just want to use it as a way to, A, maybe learn some new songs and B, sort of challenge yourself in the same way that you would challenge yourself with like a really hard Guitar Hero song um, to see if you can play the song with the right notes on the right um, uh, tempo, then you'll probably have a lot of fun with it. Um, if you are thinking about getting it, and Terrence, I know this was your comment yesterday, if you're yeah. thinking about getting it because you think it would be a good way to learn how to play guitar, I just don't see how it would work. Um, I, I know that's how they're marketing it. Um, but as someone who is self-taught in guitar uh, and having watched someone who's never played guitar try to use it as a learning tool, I just don't see how it would work. Um, I mean, maybe people would have better success than I have with it, but it, it just doesn't feel like a great learning tool to me. Um, because there's way too much to try to pay attention to. And, um, you know, learning a musical instrument can be frustrating enough. So, yeah. um, trying to do it while you're also, um, while you also have notes coming at you on a screen, um, can, can I think be a little bit overwhelming. Now, what I will say is they do have a ton of options for speed. Um, and the number of notes that you're presented with. The game has a really great um, sort of uh, algorithm built into it to present you more notes when it can tell that you're doing a good job to sort of build you up. And you can set the song to, like, incredibly slow motion if you're having trouble, Um which again, I think is, is handy when you're trying to learn different parts of a song, but trying to learn from scratch, it feels like it would still be a little too much. Um, there is a really cool feature in it called Riff Repeater, where you can pick a start and end point, and it will let you replay that section over and over again to try to learn it, um, which is neat. Um, it's, it's a cool piece of software. 
I just think the utility is going to be limited if you've never played guitar before. Um, yeah. That kind so, of sucks because, yeah, I really I saw that and I was like, man, that's perfect because that's something I, I wanted to try is to learn to play the guitar. And I was like, that'll be perfect. But, yeah, when you said you you put your wife over there and she just walked away like, nope. Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, yeah she, oh, well. She 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 was <laughs> she, she gave it a college effort and it it just it didn't click Um because, again, there's it's just if you don't if you're not already familiar with the guitar, um the the most basic lessons on there are open notes so or open strings so it's going to just say you know strum strum the e string and it's going to show you on the uh the board as it's coming towards you the e string is red and so you got to know when you see it and you can try to count right but that's just that just adds another layer of complexity so um it's just, I, I just think it's a little too much for a, a true beginner. Um, but it's definitely a neat piece of software. And I'll say my biggest concern about it was going to be its ability to pick up the sounds from my guitar accurately. And it did that very, very well. Uh, and it's pretty neat, That's too, because, like, if you play... So um, one of the songs in it is More Than a Feeling by Kansas. And so as you're playing it, it'll tell you at the top... Um, it'll say like tone switch acoustic. And so it'll change the sound of your electric guitar to make it sound like the acoustic that's used in the song. And then when you get to the, the, the chorus, it, it'll say tone switch and it'll, um, switch it to the tone that's used actually in the, the electric guitar chorus part, uh, of that song as well. So it matches the song, um, pretty much exactly just like a good, you know, an amp with a good set of pedals, um, that would require a lot of configuration if you had a, an amp and a set of pedals to try to get the tone right. And the fact that the software basically just gives you the tone that you want is is neat. Do you mean more than a feeling by Boston? That's I, what I meant. I was Sorry, about what did to, I say? I was about to say Ryan. Kansas, and I was like, I'm like, what did I, I say? Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. no, sorry, I meant Boston. Uh, yeah, I was, there, I was like, word. I'm like, that's a, that's a, yeah, sorry, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's not what I meant. Oh, that's how it happens when p- two two groups call their name, like name their pla- selves after places. Yeah, and they're like the same syllables. Uh, so the other thing, I'll... nobody confuses anybody with Chicago, though. That's no. Um, no. So no. the other th- and, and and they started off as Chicago Transit Authority and were sued to become Chicago. So to give them some credit; they didn't just name themselves Chicago. Um, so the other thing I'll say about the song list is it says there are five thousand songs. Don't buy it. Um, there are a lot of songs, but there also are, you know, four or five arrangements of some songs, um, that they include in their total song count. Um, so it's not really 5,000 unique songs. Um, and the other thing I'll say about the song list is it's wide, but not very deep. So chances are... You're probably not going to find a lot of the songs that you want in the list. Um, now it's it's a you know it's a live service game, so they'll be updating it with songs and stuff as they go. But um, I'm I'm not super impressed by the song list day one. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I would suggest if you're a an intermediate or higher level guitar player and you want to use it as a sort of way to test your skills and maybe a way to learn a couple new songs. 
it um, it may be worth checking out. Um, if you are a beginner that is going to use it to learn how to play guitar, I would not suggest it. Um, I appreciate just, that. Just as an update, yeah, just as an update, the the cables are fifteen bucks for a generic and thirty for the Rocksmith branded cable yeah, so on Amazon. That's not too bad, and I. Uh, like I said, I know both the band fuse and the Rocksmith cables work, so I would imagine the um, generic cable will work just fine. Um, and then, um, yeah, any other questions or anything from anybody on Rocksmith before I move on? No, you... Fifteen bucks a month seems super high for me. Like that's that's like Netflix. Level yeah, that is, yeah, that's exactly price. what it is, basically. So, um, yeah, I think your mileage may vary on that. Um, depending on how into guitar you are, um, and how, how desperate, if you're like, I think the, the key demographic for this is probably folks who are really into guitar and who also really liked rock band and guitar hero. Um, and so that, that swath of people may be relatively small at this point in 2022, but. No, I think I think if it was between five and ten dollars, I would consider because I love to learn new songs. Like I've been playing for, God, now it's been almost thirty years. I've been playing guitar, and like I'm so out of practice that I would love to go back and learn some new songs. But fifteen bucks a month is just, dude. I can YouTube some tablature. Yeah, so it's so fine. that's what I was just getting ready to say because you're self taught too, right, Ken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took lessons for like a month and then I quit, but I taught myself the rest. So, so. I, I feel like. Um... If you've been, so I also have been playing guitar for 20, 25 years now. And I feel like at that point, um, you're so used to learning how to play with tablature that it, trying to learn this way almost feels more complicated than just learning to play with tablature. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I go back and forth about how much utility I think people would get out of it. I think more of a, um, it's more of a um, a cool test if you're a good guitar player than a, a great way think, to learn. I, I think you should explain what tabs are for people that yeah, may not so, know so, and have interest. Yeah, so guitar tablature is essentially um, it's so it's almost like a simplified sheet music for guitar. Only instead of showing you notes like would be uh, notes on a staff like would be in sheet music like you would use to learn uh, a, a song on piano or something like that. It shows you um, finger position on frets and strings uh, for guitar, basically. Um, by numbers, yeah. By numbers, so like, yeah. So, like, if you if you want to on the sixth fret, there'll be a six on the third string. Right. That means third string sixth fret. Right. And okay. so the 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 moving um, the moving uh, uh, road, basically, I'll call it in. Uh, Rocksmith Plus is set up like a tab. It's basically set up exactly like a tab. Um, and so it'll tell you, um, third fret this string, and, um, you just have to kind of know where that is without looking at the guitar, um, or slow it way down. Um, and then basically the, the, you'll see the whole fretboard shift, uh, and it usually shows you about four or five frets at a time. So when you come, uh, when you come down the neck or up the neck, it'll move the, um, screen and say, okay, now we're on fret eight, nine, 10, 11. And so 
it'll, it'll kind of keep you centered that way rather than showing you the whole neck of the guitar. Um, but again, if you don't really know sort of by heart where fret eight is, um, it's going to require a lot of looking at the guitar before you, um, and, and, and some, sometimes probably counting, uh, before you really know what fret you're supposed to be on. Yeah, it's easy to I don't get think lost. people realize. Yeah, I don't think people realize how hard it is, like mentally, to remember. Like, you've got to strum. You've got to remember where you're at on the frets, and you've got to remember where you're at on the strings. And it's just trying to look at a screen while you're doing that. People who've been playing guitar for years still look at the frets. Oh sometimes. yeah, yeah, I, I, I still do. Um, and like I said, yeah, now I'm, I'm out of practice. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not as practiced as I was, you know, 20 years ago. But um. Yep. I still look at the frets and still look at the strings. Um, and so, you know, if, if I've been playing guitar for, like I said, 20 or 25 years and I still have to look at them and get confused when I have to switch back and forth between the guitar and the TV, um, folks with a lot less experience are going to be doing the same thing and it's probably going to be even more frustrating. So, um, I, I, I really like the software and I like it as a concept, I think, more than I like it in practice. Yeah, it sounds cool, but it just yeah, I'll have to look for something else because it just it doesn't sound like it's like beginner friendly. Um, yeah. Oh well. <clears throat> Go read some tablature or watch a YouTube video. A lot of people doing YouTube videos will like yeah do, do a close up of their fingers on the. Frets. I think that's like that. Yeah, I think that's important. Um, is the the fact that you've got YouTube now to to be able to watch hand position is probably. Um, I think probably the best thing you could do to learn at this point, if you don't have somebody that could teach you. I have to look at that. I didn't even think about the YouTube thing. Cause tabs, tabs make it really easy. Yeah, like, absolutely. Because you, even when you start playing it slow, you can hear what you're like. As long as you're not playing it awful, you know what I mean. Like as long as you're playing them right. Yeah. Even if you're slow, you'll be able to pick out the tune, and then it's just getting used to where your hand like getting used to actually you know playing those notes faster and faster until it actually plays at the right tempo um bass guitar is a bit different because i'm not using a pick i'm using my fingers so it's not as hard because it's kind of just all upward motions but so i will mention anthony this does have a bass guitar as well so um it's not just actual guitar it's got a whole bass guitar mode as well um but yeah, anyway, that's again, that's um, sort of the overview. I'll, I'll have a review up on the site here soon. But the um, my, I think it's cool software, and it's probably uh, would probably be fun for people who are uh, intermediate to advanced guitar players. If you're a beginner, it's not what I would choose to learn on. Um, also, Terrence, if you want to learn to play guitar, start by picking an easy song. Yes. Don't. Don't don't try to play Stairway to Heaven on your first yes. shot. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to be like, well, let me just let me do Freebird. Let's do this. Like, I wasn't going to like, yeah. I um, no, I think I would also recommend Terrence learning on an electric. Um, learning on an acoustic is nice because it requires a lot more force to hold the strings down to the frets on an acoustic, uh, and so you get it's it can be tough to transition when you're used to playing electric to an acoustic because the, the pressure's a little different but it's so much easier the neck is so much easier to play on on most electrics than most acoustics um, that it's it's probably easier to learn on electric 
And oh, well, you also yeah. you also really hear when you're not on that fret on the light. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You get a lot That's of buzz. That's what I was looking at too was an electric guitar. So okay, yeah. cool. Alright. Like, alright. That I did not hit that note correctly. Alright, yeah. okay. I'm gonna just put this down for now. Alright, so that's Rocksmith. Um, I'm also playing for review, um, Splatoon 3. Um, and that game is awesome. So it, um, well, let me, uh, let me say first that I am one of the people that love the first two games. Even though the second game was really, really felt more like a, a Switch remake of the first, um, I still love both of those games. And this game takes basically everything that the first two games did right and replicates that and then takes a lot of the stuff that the first two games did wrong and expands on it. Uh, in, not in a bad way, in a good way. So, um, just to start, all the normal multiplayer modes are here. Uh, a lot of them are locked, uh, behind progression. So you really only get, uh, turf war. Um, to start until you level up a little bit, which Turf War is the most played mode anyway. It's the one people are familiar with. When you think Splatoon, most people think Turf War, where you're trying to paint as much of the map as possible. Um, that mode is still amazing, and it's still uh, one of the best sort of multiplayer innovations, I think, uh, from a shooter standpoint at least, uh, of the last couple generations. It's the maps or the uh, matches are quick. Um, there's a, a lot of tension because you really have no idea who's winning, uh, until yeah. you get to the end. Um, so yeah, Turf War remains awesome. Uh, they've added some new weapons. One of them is a Splatana, uh, which is basically exactly what it sounds like. Uh, and it's, you know, it's kind of a, you swing it and it not only it's, is it a melee weapon, but it creates like a wave of paint out in front of you. Then there's a, I can't remember what they call it, but it's a, basically a bow and arrow. Um, that's also pretty cool. Um, there's a whole bunch of new, like, sub-weapons and special weapons, um, ranging from, and they're, they're different depending on what main weapon you're using. So, for example, if you use the splat dualies, which is, um, like dual-wield pistols, um, that were introduced in the last game, the special associated with that is a crab tank, which is basically exactly what it sounds like. Your character gets into like a crab-shaped mech, and um, you have both dual sort of paint machine guns as well as like a cannon uh, on that mech. It only lasts for a brief period of time, but you can really you know mess some people up with that tank while while it's active. Um, there's a zip line uh, thing basically that's like a grappling hook. Uh, as a special, um, there's a lot of really, really neat special weapons in that game, in addition to the stuff that's been there for a while, like shields and um, grenades and the bazooka and stuff like that. Um, the... You're about to have me spend some more money, Ryan. <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> the, uh, uh, there's a ton of customization options, just like always, and actually they've expanded that. You have a what they call a locker area now where you can put, you know, stickers and um, different sort of tchotchkes and little figures that you find around the maps. Um, the single player is dramatically expanded. Um, it starts out, and it feels kind of like the single player in the first two games, but it opens up, and 
is expanded radically. Um, there's a lot of missions that are similar to, I don't know if you guys played the expansion to the second game, but they added like a lot of neat sort of, um, different ways to do puzzles and platforming, um, in the expansion to the second game. And so they carry that over here, uh, into some cool levels. Most of the single player levels are going to be what you're familiar with, where they're like a platforming or a puzzle challenge. Um, but there's some neat variations on that in this game. And, you know, the story is the story. It's kind of goofy and a little bit dark at times. But um, you're, you, the zap fish has been captured again. And so you're trying to find out who captured it this time. And you discover this sort of vaguely portal-like um, uh, set of tests underground Um that your character has to go through, you know, uh, Agent Cuttlefish is there, just like in the last two games. You do have this cool little, um, uh, it almost looks like a fish and a chicken mixed, um, called Small Fry. A picking. Yeah. Or a chish, depending. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you like, you, you can like throw him to accomplish, to distract enemies or to attack enemies or to reach things that you wouldn't be able to reach with your paint or by jumping. Um, you know, the core mechanics are the same. You paint the floor, you can swim in the paint that's down if you're in ink or in, um, squid mode. Um, yeah, it, it's, it feels like the first true jump forward for the series since the first one, since the the second game was a little bit of a half step. Um, this one feels like a true jump forward. Um, you've got the lobby, um, or you've got the, like the city, the hub, hub world that has some collectibles and stuff that you can find in it. And then in addition to that, you have, um, the, uh, like the lobby that you're waiting in for multiplayer is actually, you can actually walk around and paint and shoot training dummies and stuff like that where you're waiting for the next match to start. Uh, I was able to pretty easily get into matches with my son. Um, you can join, uh, anybody on your friends list as they're playing. Um, if they're in mid match and the match is full, it'll basically give you a countdown timer until their match is finished and then it'll drop you guys into a new, um, set of matches together. Um, it's got, you know, private matches unlocked out of the gate. And then a lot of the other modes like salmon run and stuff like that, that you would expect salmon run, um, is much better now. Salmon run just for people who haven't played it is like the horde mode kind of thing. Um, it doesn't, it used to have a time limit associated with it. Um, the timer is gone, which is much better. Um, yeah, it's I, I highly recommend this game, especially if you like the first two at all. Um, you'll really, really like this one because it's basically everything the first two games did well, plus a bunch of extra stuff. Um, it's yeah, it's definitely the best of the series. That's good to hear because I played the I played my first entry was the second one, um, and I loved it. It was it was a lot of fun. I liked the. Um, you were talking about turf war. I use the, I can't remember what it's called, but I use like the big, the big paint, um, brush that, yeah, like the, the round, yeah, you just run with it and like take, you know, you cover whole swaths. Yeah. Like the, yeah, you're I talking about that, the yeah. roller or the paint brush itself? Yes, the roller. The yeah, roller. the roller. Sorry, not paintbrush, the roller. Yeah, so the good I, news I is you start the multiplayer. So just like the last one, you start the multiplayer with your sort of basic, um, splat gun. 
Mm. But then you relatively quickly earn enough upgrade points to unlock um, at least one additional weapon. And the roller is one of the first ones that you can unlock. So you can unlock oh, that. You can unlock that roller pretty early. I think it, I think you can probably unlock it at level two. Um, so it was, it's either probably level two or level three that you can unlock the roller. So you can get that one pretty nice. quick. You don't have to spend a whole lot of time playing the base weapon. Um, one caution I'll put out there. Um, so I use the, um, Mad Cats, uh, Mega Man joy pads. Uh, or no, 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 not Mad Cats, Hori. Um, Mega Man, uh, joy pads that don't have motion control built in. And the game does default to motion control aiming for up and down. Um, so it's going to force you to do a tutorial at the beginning. And the tutorial level, um, won't let you change to non motion control aiming. So the tutorial is a little, it's not long. But it is a little awkward if you, like me, are are using third-party joypads that don't have motion control built in. I know that's a subset of the people that are going to play this, um, but I do want to make sure I call it out. As soon as you get out of the tutorial, you are able to change it to motion control, so it doesn't last that long. But um, just as a warning for people who might use non-motion control third-party pads, you're going to have a little bit of a challenge with the tutorial. Um but it opens up pretty quick and lets you change it away from motion control. And you can't invert, you There's, can invert aim, Ken, just cause I know you're gonna ask that question. Uh, no, no, I, I will never play this game. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a squid kid. Um, but the subset of people who swear by Splatoon motion controls, y'all are fucking weird. Yeah, to me. absolutely. I'm not a fan like, at all. That almost turned me off of the second one because it was on by default when I first yep. played it because my son had it and I was like, no, I am, yeah, this is uh, ridiculous. My, so my, my son has been at, he's been so excited for Splatoon 3 because he loved the first two games and he booted it up and he came, he came downstairs and he goes, man, I was really nervous for a minute and I thought why? Or I said why? And he said, uh, because the motion controls are on by default. And it wouldn't let me change them. And I thought, man, I'm not going to be able to play this game. I'm going to have to not play it because I can't use the motion controls. Um, but thankfully, like I said, it lets you, it opens up relatively quickly after the tutorial and lets you change it. Um, so yeah, I, I hate the motion controls. They're, I, I think they're terrible. Yeah, I, I don't Nintendo know why they're Nintendo hanging pushing. on to that shit. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Nintendo like, hanging on to that shit, man. Let I it feel go. like right. it's just a, like, a legacy from the first game because the first game was so, you know, the Wii U was so built around But there's also those weirdos out there. Those weirdos out there who wanted to use it. Y'all are yeah, weird. Not Stop a fan. it. Yeah. Wait, so before you, I have two questions. One, um, the hub, you talked about the hub level. So again, I've only played the second one. So you know how when you load in and those two girls like tell you what the maps yes. are and stuff like that, does it still do all that? So this is one of the biggest quality of life improvements over the second game. Yes, oh, it God. does. Oh, but you now have the option when it's doing that. So it, keep in mind, they don't only do that right when you spawn in. They do it every time the maps change. So one right. of the things that hasn't changed, which I'm not a big fan of, is there are still only two active maps at any given time for Turf War. And they, ro they rotate you. every couple hours. So okay. it's still like that. Um, 
which is a little bit annoying because you end up playing the same map over and over again sometimes. Um, yeah. But if you remember, um, the 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 radio show or whatever not only comes on when you spawn in, but it also comes on every time the maps change. And so instead of it being this ridiculous five-minute unskippable bullshit thing that you have to sit through, you can actually hit the uh, push in the right stick, and it turns it into almost like a radio show or a podcast where you can still wander around the uh, the map, and it just oh, plays sweet. in the background. So you don't have to sit awesome. through it, um, awesome. which is yeah, yeah, that much nicer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm okay. Well, yeah, you have successfully made me spend money. Good job, Ryan. <laughs> hey, listen, I seem to be doing that a lot lately. <laughs> right. So <laughs> told you I'm have to stop talking to you, cause, man. But no, this, I'm I'm excited. I loved the second one, and yeah. If if you loved either of the first two games, you'll love this one because it's it's basically everything that those two games had uh, and improved. Some people may think that it's not. Um, different enough from those first two games, uh, but I, I think it's I think it's got enough different about it to justify its price point, um, and it's it's definitely an improvement over the last Switch game, which was really almost more like an more like an expansion or a re-release of the first game. So, um, yeah. Anyway, it's it's fantastic. I uh, I definitely recommend it, especially if you're a fan of the original. It's good to hear. And that's it. All right. Can I, I, Ken, I apologize. No, I did realize I had some stuff that I just needed to quickly bring up. So that, by the way, the name of that stupid penguin game was Super Sunny Island. Oh yeah, I remember now because I played that too. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. End of end of the conversation. It is a it is a this works. It plays fine. That's where that ends. The, the I did like the artwork. Anyways, the other game I played was Troop, which I talked about, which is a Metroidvania where you play as a clown. Uh, the animation of the clown when he's attacking and running is hilarious. Otherwise, game, not good. Um, and then, I, I forgot, I did play more of Made in Abyss. And, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to put it. This is not the second time I feel like I've been bamboozled, uh, tricked, <laughs> uh, hoodwinked by games that have a lot of mechanics and then use none of them. Uh, Disaster Report 4 being the other one. Uh, this game starts off really interesting, and I'm like, oh, really cool, neat. And then it just kind of keeps shuffling me forward, and is, like, just demanding me to kind of run through these levels and not really collect anything. And I think it's because I'm going through the plot of the anime, but, um, why do we have all these mechanics if you're just going to funnel me through as quickly as possible? Uh, I stopped trying to pick up treasures and everything because it doesn't mean anything because I'm not crafting anything. I'm uh, The only thing I craft is food so I can eat when I take damage because I've stopped fighting enemies too. There's no point. I'm just going to keep running through um, because I have the robot kid with me who fights all the enemies so I just let him handle it and just keep moving forward. And it's like I shouldn't be able to see through the Matrix I guess is the best way I can say it. Like, I, I shouldn't be able to go, all right, well, this is all pointless. I can cut all the fat off and not engage with these mechanics and still get essentially the same experience. Like, the otherwise, I'm just tricking myself into pretending there's more game here. There's two options when you start up a game, uh, playing as the girl and the robot kid, and then I think just playing as two normal kids. 
and I don't know the, that mode is unlo- uh, is locked until I finish this mode, and this mode has become so goddamn boring when it's not a cutscene, and I just don't know what happened. Like, it starts off really strong. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. A little bit of jank, but a little bit of like, you know, experimentation, and no, it's gone. I, I've just started running to the next thing that I have to do. Um, cause I, it, it starts off with you taking missions and then getting rewards and experience and stuff. And eventually like the mission is just get to the end of the level and the experience is not given anymore because you're not actually going to anyone to get these missions. And I just, I don't know what happened. I don't know why it took such a nosedive, but it did. And I just figured I should bring it up. I, I'm still playing it. It just, boy, it's really not as interesting to go back to. And that's it. Sorry, I just wanted to cut in. No, you're good. No, I want to. I I am the I am the outlier this week. I did not play a ton. Um, although I do. Last week, I apologize. I totally forgot to talk about the Last of Us Part One. Like. I had been playing that game for so long and been under embargo for so long that by the time the embargo lifted, I totally forgot. I just, my review had been written. It just went live at like three o'clock in the morning and I never talked about the game on the show. So it is the last of us part one. I know like this conversation has, has gone ad nauseum on the internet, but like it's it was such a hard thing to review because in my opinion I know most people on the show don't really care for Naughty Dog games they don't like The Last of Us um I am in that camp with you on Last of Us 2 I felt like it was bloated I felt like it didn't it just wasn't a great game now the first Last of Us is still probably one of my favorite Naughty Dog games I really enjoy it I like the game this upgrade is very impressive like the technical work of it is is amazing like, this is probably one of the best-looking games I've ever played. Um, the issue comes from, like, this is the third time this game has been released since it came out, and it's been released on every platform, PS3, PS4, now PS5. It's $70. It strips out the multiplayer. It's hard for me to say that $70 was the right price for this game. And it's it's just Sony being stubborn, saying, hey, all of our first-party games are going to be $70, so I don't care what it is, this is $70. I felt the same way about Returnal. I think Returnal is an amazing game. I don't think it's a $70 game. Um, that being said, if you like The Last of Us and you want a better-looking Last of Us, that's exactly what you're getting. There, there is... This game is exactly the same as it was how many ever years ago it came out. It's been almost a decade now, probably longer. Um, but no, it's, it's really impressive. Continues to show that Naughty Dog is one of the, one of the high bars as far as visual fidelity goes in this industry. So just wanted to, to talk a little bit about that. My review's up. I gave it an eight, which I'm surprised I didn't get more flack for because, you know, 10 out of 10 Naughty Dog games, but no, it's, it's really good. It's just I don't recommend seventy dollars. Uh, as far as other stuff goes, we already talked about Tiny Kin. We already talked about Steel Rising. I played both of those. Those are really good. I got kind of in a funk, so I was like trying to find something to play. Like I mentioned, Saints Row. Um, I did go back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I'm continuing my quest of 
I think it's called the Legacy Quest, where I'm going around collecting these little, um, the little balls. So, last night I just did the quest where I had to find, um, what's his name? Swordfish, I think, from Octopus Bay, to where I had to, like, swim down in the cavern, and then I had to go fight the Minotaur. And, like, that entire quest line has been so good. I've got two of the three. Or, sorry, I've got three of the four. I need the fourth one. And then once I get the fourth one, then I think I get to go and travel to Atlantis, which I'm really excited about. Oh, is that so. the DLC? And, I'm sorry. I yeah, this is DLC. Before. Okay, yeah, I didn't get the DLC for that. Like, I have the, like we were talking about yesterday, I have the, I guess, the last um, mission, but I think it is like the two-parter that the second part is in Valhalla, but I didn't buy the other DLCs. That sounds awesome. I want to fight a Minotaur. Yeah, and the the best part is is I haven't even made it to Atlantis yet, which is the whole point of what I wanted to do because it's a whole other world. Yeah. And like I'm just like this DLC could have been its own fucking video game. That's how big like the quest line, I've been doing this quest line for I can't tell you how long. It's probably taken me 10 hours to get into Atlantis and I'm not even finished yet. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that's what's up. And one of the quest lines in this was I had to go visit Medusa and answer was, I think it was Medusa, Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, but like I had to answer these riddles that she gave me. I mean, it's just this game. I'm sorry. Odyssey is the best Assassin's Creed game. I'm just, I'm just throwing that down there right now. Yep. So good. It's my favorite. Like I like Evie from, um, I can't think of the name of the London one. She's like, I, I love her character, but yeah, Odyssey is. Yeah, it is. It's so good. And I'm going to have to get the DLC, apparently. It's so hard for me to... It's so hard for me to um, name Pick a favorite. A favorite. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. I have not I have not loved an Assassin's Creed. And I, lo- I think Brotherhood was the best of the Ezio trilogy. Like, Brotherhood is so fucking yeah, it's good. Yeah, very good. I got so tired Black of Flag. Ezio. Granted, but in Brotherhood, I wasn't. Like, that was only his second game. So... Gotcha. Um, and then I love Black Flag. I didn't care for, uh, the London one syndicate. I really didn't like Unity. I loved Origins. Origins is, is incredible. I love Odyssey. I don't care for Valhalla. Like I bounce up and down, like all over the place with these. I think just in terms of story, I think Origins is my favorite. Um, but I did really like the story in Valhalla as well. Um, as a game, I think you're probably right. I think Odyssey is probably the best. Um, and as a world, like Greece was gorgeous. Um, but the, um, uh, but I I do, I really like the, um, I really like the late game story in Valhalla a lot. And I like the way it was set up too, where you're kind of conquering individual areas of the map. Um, but yeah, I think if I had if I had to pick a favorite um, of the stories, I think Origins is the best, and as a game, I think Odyssey is probably the best. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot like a lot of them take a lot of good things. The, the, there is one <clears throat> blemish I do not like about Odyssey. That ship combat is way too fucking hard. You've got to grind way too long to be good at the ship combat because those. Those frigates out there will just destroy you in seconds if you don't spend the time to collect all the resources to upgrade. Yeah, your ship. yeah. And it's I feel like and recruiting um, the crew. 
ship, ship combat is one of those things that um, was great in Black Flag and Rogue mm-hmm. too. It was good in Rogue too because Rogue is yeah. basically built on the Black Flag engine. Um, but I, they it feels like they felt like they had to shoehorn it into all the games after that. Um, and I, I don't feel like any of the rest of them pulled it off as well as Black Flag did. And they made a whole game yeah. about it. Yeah, you know that's skull and bones about skull and bones because I liked. I know I'm the only one that's excited about, it, but I literally the only one. <laughs> I liked the ship combat in uh, in Black Flag. That's why I'm like, well, shit, yeah, let me do a game. Well, you're, just that. You're, you're gonna really love being a ship and chopping down trees. As yeah, a I know. Ship. That's I, the best part. That's that's yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right, um, to cap it off real quick, I'll run through the indie games real fast. Radical Rex is still radical. I fucking love that game. Dinosaur on a skateboard. Fuck it. It's awesome. Um, PBA Pro Bowling 2023. That's a motherfucking bowling game. You buy a ball, throw it, knock some pins down. It's fine. Uh, White Day, a labyrinth named school. That, dude, that, whew, that's a title. Um, that is... One of those Asian horror games where you're like a school, uh, in a school as a student and like it's all creepy. You gotta walk around in first person, do some creepy shit. Um, this game's been out for a while, but it just came to consoles. It's called Justice Sucks. You play as a Roomba who has to protect the house. Um, And, like, burglars will come in, and you can set traps, because you can hack stuff in the house to set traps. Um, And then, once they're dead, you can, like, clean them up. It's very bloody. It's very funny. It's a very interesting game. And, uh, oh, I can't talk about that game. Uh, I'm also playing a game called Solstice for review, but I can't talk about that yet. So, maybe next week. Okay, well, I guess I have to wait till next week. Yeah, because I actually am looking forward to that one. Okay. So I'll talk about that game next week. Uh, and I think that's that's pretty much it. Like I said, I, I went through a slump this week. I was trying to play some stuff and just couldn't get into it. And then I resorted to just playing Overwatch a bunch, which is terrible. I think I keep telling myself I just need to stop playing this game because in 25 days it's not even going to be the same game anymore. So, like, maybe I just stop playing it. And then, like, the day before it changes over to Overwatch 2, I have one last night. Of just playing because we're gonna lose a mode, we're gonna lose like five maps. So you know, just that, that last time, just run Hanamura one one more time. One more time. But that's it. That's all I got for this week. Alright. So let's talk about what is coming out this week. We're still in the flux of lots of games. So let's go ahead and go through the list. Uh, starting with Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, we've got iSanzo, uh, Little Orpheus, Expansion for Nobody Saves the World called Frozen Hearth, uh, Cube's 10th Anniversary, You Suck at Parking, uh, Blind Fate, Ido no Yami, Despot's Game, Dystopian Army Builder, Metal Hellsinger, throw up your devil signs, play some Metal Hellsinger. Uh, Outer Wilds, I'm assuming that's a box copy? That's been out a while. Uh, SBK 22, Wayward Strand, 
Cotton Reboot and Plunder Panic. I did not know the Cotton Reboot was coming to Xbox. That's a shock to me. I thought that was just Switch and PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation 5, pretty much the same games. We're also getting Eternal Drift, Twilight Rivals Edition. And that is it. So move over to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Mostly the same stuff. We're also getting Voice of Cards, The Beast of Burden, Windstorm, Start of a Great Friendship, Unexplored 2, The Wayfarer's Legacy, Arcade Archives, Rompers, uh, and Trash Sailors, also known as <laughs> Skull and Bones. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just, it literally is a game called Trash Sailors. Sorry. Me and uh, the Xbox other guy One. waiting on Skull and Bones are offended. <laughs> Maybe you should go hang out with the Lords of the Fallen guys. <laughs> you know what? We're, we're, we're all going to get together and form a little club. It's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, Xbox One, pretty much the same stuff. We're also getting Family Man, uh, Last Beat Enhanced, and Knights and Guns. And the big Xbox One game of this week is Amazing Chicken Adventures. So... There are no words. Okay. Uh, I was yeah. going to say, like, there's so many games now, like, people don't even comment on them anymore. It's hilarious. All right. Nintendo Switch. Let's roll. Uh, Dead Invaders Modern War 3D. Uh, I'm going to skip over all the stuff I've already said because it's on everything else. Sacred Valley. Svoboda 1945 Liberation. According to this, the 13 remake is coming out on the Switch this week. So maybe that new version's out this week. I don't know. Uh, Maggie the Magnet. Recknum DX. That sounds terrible. Uh, Absolute Tactics. Daughters of Mercy. Ain Cora. Lost Days. Bear and Breakfast. That sounds great. Uh, Dungeons 3. Nintendo Switch Edition. Fault STP Light Croft Hay? Uh, whatever the fuck that is. That, that's gotta be some anime shit, I right? I would think. Yeah. That, that just, that just screams. It's got hyphens in it and it's got intercapitalization. It's totally anime. <laughs> uh, Four Tales. How can you, sorry, I need to know. I, I, we need to know now. Uh, what, how do you spell that exactly? Because you saying it doesn't make so, any sense to me. Fault, F-A-U-L-T, all lowercase, by the way, hyphen, capital S, lowercase t, capital P, hyphen, all uppercase, L-I-G-H-T-K-R-A-V-T-E. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fault, Lightcraft. Told you. Um, All right. Let me. Oh, you going to look this bitch up. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, of course. I. Yeah, yeah. It's. Not it's horny. Anime. It's anime, though, right? You are absolutely correct. Damn right. Is the latest entry in the Fault series, which has shipped over 500,000 copies worldwide. Worldwide or just Japan? Come on. It's... Nobody in America bought that game? No. I don't know. I've never heard of this series before. All right, moving on. Um, Four Tales, Gold Crusader. Gunslingers and Zombies. Innocence Island. Now that sounds horny. 
Uh, Japanese escape games, The Mansion of Tricks. Cal the K.O. the Kangaroo, Top of the Class. Uh, Mozart Requiem. Actually, Paddles. Hold on. K.O. the Kangaroo, Top of the Class? That's what it's called. Do you think it's a release for the Switch? Yes. Or no, no. I think is it a re? Is it a release of? No, it's a different game. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's a different game. Oh no, it's not. It's DLC. Okay. Oh, okay. DLC for Ko the Kangaroo, and it's okay. free. It's free DLC. That's something, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Um, Polylink Origins, uh, Queen's Garden Soccer Season, Saomi. Silent Sector, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Accident, Brutal Chase Turbo, Devoured by Darkness, what the fuck is this game? Kitten's Head Football. Uh. What? What? Kitten's That's what's... Head Football. Football. Yeah. Alright, fucking, um, nope. Hold okay, on. he's gonna have to look it up. Nintendo just be like, bring us whatever. We, we'll put it on here. Like, <laughs> bring Nintendo us whatever. Uh, okay, no, that you, the way you say it is not the way I read it when I saw it. Kittens head football. I mean, like, there's no kitten is a character. Okay, this is, this is the way it's written. So you're telling me it's not? Oh. It's not football. With a kitten's with a head, kitten's head. Because that's what I know. It looks. It's okay. So this is a this is a poll. Does anybody remember the old flash slime football soccer stuff? No. No. Okay. It was this really shitty designed. Like now, I have to look it up. I apologize, everybody. This makes for great podcast. Is it super slime? Is that what it was called? I don't know. You told me. Right. Um. It was like. When you see it, you're going to be like, really? Do you People played this? And the answer is yes. This is what it looks like. And that is what this... this this is, That's what Kitten's Head Football looks like with redesigned graphics. Like, it looks like that game where you kind of just bump a low physics ball into the other net. Okay. So okay. I stand by my original statement of Nintendo being like, just bring us whatever. We'll put it on. Oh, here. yeah. It's just a bring us whatever. <laughs> Dude, that looks like somebody made that in Microsoft Paint. Yeah, so, it does. <laughs> Gameplay went further than graphics, for sure, because you could play two-player on the same keyboard, so that's what people would do. Alright. Okay. Alright, uh, we've also got Melatonin, Road Redemption, and Unichrome A1-Bit Unicorn Adventure. Okay. Okay. There's your video games for the week. There's not a big game this week, is there? Metal Hellsinger no. is probably the biggest game yeah. this week. And it says something about the fact that the game you just said is the biggest game this week is something I've never heard of. It's a neat game, and it's uh, not to jump straight into game into news, but it is coming day one to Game Pass. So if you want to check it out, you can do that. Um, also confirmed to be coming day one to Game Pass is Gungrave Gore. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I saw they sent an Look, email about that uh, before they officially announced it, and I got it and was like, "Oh, sweet!" 
I think it was supposed to be announced this week because it is TGS this week on Thursday. Xbox is doing a TGS stream, so. What I figured it was probably for a TGS. Maybe we'll finally get some more Japanese games on Xbox. Final Fantasy? No. Yeah. Final Fantasy 13 Part 4. Final <laughs> Fantasy is not coming to Xbox. It's fine. Ever. Because I'll save my money. You get Crisis Core. I'm actually okay with that because I didn't play it on PS. Because that was the one that was on PSP, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, I didn't I play so. that one. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Alright. Um, Cyberpunk announced a new expansion called Phantom Liberty. It will be the only expansion. There's the 1.6 patch Ryan was talking about earlier. And also, that is the last patch for Xbox One and PS4. The expansion is not coming to old consoles. That's probably for the best. I mean, those people are going to be pissed off, I'm sure, because, you know, they're like, oh, well, how come we don't get it or whatever? But, I mean, with all the issues that they had even making that game run on the old consoles, it's it's probably for the best. And CD Projekt Red is refunding people who bought the all-in-one edition or whatever, the Cyberpunk Xbox that was supposedly came with all the DLC. They'll get a refund for the DLC. Oh, I forgot about uh, that. Micro- yeah, yeah, some people have already paid for that DLC, so. Damn. Microsoft announced a elite controller called the Core, which is basically the 2, um, which is supposedly more durable. That's what they said about the 2, so we'll TBD on that one. Also, they're bringing the elite controllers to the design lab, so you can make your own custom elite controller. Boy, I bet that's expensive. Mm. I'm sure. Took them, took them fucking long enough, though. I'm paying a lot more for an Elite controller, but you can only get the customized... I, I never understood that. Like, it, just a basic controller. So I spend all this money on a customized controller, but doesn't have the Elite functions. Not that I use them in hindsight, but whatever. The Elite Core is basically the, the main Elite controller, but without all the bonus stuff. So, like, the extra sticks and the paddles and all that stuff. Like all the stuff I don't use. Perfect. Yeah. So it's it's $129 for that version. Yeah, I'm willing um, to get it if they fix the button issues because I've been through six of them because my button stopped responding. I'm just going to wait. Yeah, I'm going to wait. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to wait for it. reviews like, and stuff. As long as we, I get you know word that that shit is fixed, then I'll get one because I don't use the paddles and stuff anyway. But, yeah, I've been through six, and I don't even use it anymore, the Elite Controller. I gave up because every time it just stopped working. Yeah. I, um, I'm i going to give it at least a six-month wait. Yeah. So, um, Nintendo's released a new OLED Switch model, the Pokemon version. It's $10 more. Aww. Nintendo raising the Switch price. And they said they really wouldn't. just have... Uh... Liars! <laughs> Pokemon stuff always caught... Like, do you not remember that, like, the Majora's Mask 3DS XL was more money? Oh, no, I do. I'm just being funny. Like, I totally... I know how Nintendo do. This is not surprise, But I know that there's people out there that are, like, literally, like, they said they wouldn't raise oh, yeah, the price. Sure. They did. Mm-hmm. It's like... Nintendo Yeah, man, they Nintendo. always do this. Always. Always. The custom consoles are always more money. The the Switch... uh The, the Animal Crossing one I have 
was more money. More money. More money. More money. Uh, speaking of new console models, there's a new PlayStation 5 model out there. It runs better. It's cooler. It's slimmer. Um, it's also launching the same day as the price increase. <laughs> <laughs> it weighs less. How does it weigh less? What did you take out? Oh, they streamlined it. They made it cheaper to make. But ah. they're still going to charge you more. Well, yeah, that well, console and, was over-engineered in the first place. Like, they had... Can, sure. Canada, Canada is one of those places that they're charging more as well. And it's like, all right, well... I don't... Yeah. Thank God I don't give a shit about this console. Uh, Tencent will now own 49% stake in Ubisoft. Tencent should have just bought Ubisoft. Probably. But maybe they because, don't want what comes with it. Uh... That, yeah. Come on, just coming out there and being like, oh, I think your company. You're like, shut up. You're the problem. Crystal Dynamics has officially taken back control of the Tomb Raider and Legacy of Kane IPs. And uh, Idos Montreal has Deus Ex, I think. Yep. So maybe we could get some of these games on modern hey. consoles. Let's get some. Let's, let's get some anything. Anything. I gotta, I gotta ask Ryan this, and anybody else can chime in as well. Being that this is under kind of like the THQ Nordic banner, and they have like really stupid names for their remasters, what would you call a Legacy of Cain oh, remaster? Man. Any of them? Oh, <laughs> remastered, remastered, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reprobed for Reaver Mastered. I think Reaver Mastered, Mastered is. is Reaver Mastered. Oh! Yeah. Uh, I think that wins. I hope it happens. Soul Re Reaver? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's gonna get a terrible name. Oh. I was trying to think of one with Kane. I was too. Um, I couldn't think of one that would fit any, any of the titles that he's in. <clears throat> Ah, uh, the bloodiest omen, <laughs> the blood omenist version. I don't know. Uh, EA has announced a new company called Ridgeline Games uh, from um, Marcus Leto, who was one, of, I believe, one of the original creators of Call of Duty, uh, to create a new Battlefield narrative experience. Please save this franchise. Signed, EA. Well, just put, uh, what's his name in charge of it? The guy that runs Respawn. He seems to do well. Oh, yeah. I can't think of his name now. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. He was the guy that was drunk when he announced, uh, Jedi, um. Fallen Fall Order. Order. Yeah, at the, the. I can't think of his name. Fuck. Oh, the guy hits Respawn. I can't think of his name. It's terrible. Uh, Velma will no longer call the cops on LeBron yeah. James in Multiverses. <laughs> The fact that that's a sentence that exists is In what makes this, that makes this the stupidest timeline. I would uh, call the mystery machine. Vince Zampella. Which is what she should have... She should have just done that in the first place. Yes. Jinkies, this is a this is a thing. And so, like, how did we get so far with her calling the cops? Second, could you not foresee this happening when you're adding real life people to your game? Right. I like but, I just don't How does this go through multiple people and no this is the reason why I always say like truly bad decisions are made by multiple people. 
Because multiple people had to look at this and go, it's fine. None of you thought maybe this is a bad idea? But see, I, I feel like they, those people that okayed it are the same ones that think like I do because I don't think that it's a problem. I don't. I think it was fine that she was calling the police. Yeah, um, LeBron James is there, but it's in character. This is a video game. It, in Scooby-Doo, that's what they do. Like, her whole shtick is she finds clues, and then that ultimate where she calls the cops. Like, it, it, it's a part of the character. Like, I don't, I don't understand why people... I don't know. I, I said this on Twitter. There's there's awful things all over the place. We don't have to make mountains out of molehills. Like it's the. I mean, I, I I don't know. But that's just me. But I I just this is so so. You're right. I agree with you. Like it, in in theory, I'm like yeah. Except that I know that there's shitty people out there because I recall someone going around in watchdogs and killing certain people because of the stats that the status thing that comes up in watchdogs and somebody made a video of just that and it's like it looks bad like the it's to me it's like yeah this is none of this is real who gives a shit at the end of the day but it's like you're warner brothers you're putting in a real person even a cartoony version of a real person in your game where someone can call the cops and it's like and do you not think that some fucked up people on the internet are going to purposely do this shit over and over and over again it's like again when there's this much money being thrown at something you just i kind of was like why wouldn't this be thought of that's all i i mean otherwise like you know what was the the um was it 37 people 33 33 people Three people signed a petition. I mean, it, what, people weren't upset. It's just one of those things where it's like, when you do that, and you're not like, look. Because if they'd come out and said, look, I didn't even know there was none of this petition. is real. I just read yeah, that well. story out of the blue that they changed it. And I was like, well, what the F? Why? Like, okay. the, peti- the petition was signed by everybody waiting on Lords of the Fallen and Skull and Bones. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Then I am right. shocked oh, that it mean. didn't come across my email as I am one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I get it. It's not real. And, like, at the end of the day, shitty people are going to be shitty. It's just you don't want to be tied to that. And that's the reason why it's, like, we, Warner Brothers, all these big companies play this game, like, where they're, like, we want to be seen this way. But then they don't actually put any effort into it. That's that's kind of where I'm just, like, oh, fuck, how does no one come, like, think and be, like, no, that's going to look bad. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're I, saying. I, I do. I just... Because I at the end for... of the day, again, it's it's not even LeBron James. It's cartoon LeBron James in a video game where the Iron Giant fights people, which is totally not on character. Right. So it's like, right. Well, and even because my kid said this, the LeBron didn't play himself in that movie. He's, like, a fictionalized version of him. I didn't see the sequel, but it's a fictionalized version of him. So, like, he's very arrogant and stuff and whatever, I guess. So, I mean, even... I don't know. It just... It's a video game, and I, and I think sometimes I just deploy common sense where, you know, it's not, common sense is not common anymore, unfortunately. Um, but There's I no just, room for your common sense in video games. No, no. I just, yeah, because I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't get offended at stuff like that. And I'm saying it as a black man, you know what I mean? Like, I don't get turned up like, oh my god, like, it's not, it's a game. Like, I Velma is my main. Like I call the cops on everybody. Whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> shit. Like I just Great, yeah. you're the problem. Way I to know, go. Yeah, I'm the problem. <laughs> anyway. Um Alright. I got a couple so I know Anthony, you're tired of hearing about it, but the, the Nintendo Direct is more than likely happening uh, this week. Oh Lord. 
And it's probably going to have Zelda and Metroid Prime Remake. So we can stop, you can stop getting mad at people for saying it if it no. happens this week. No. Here's the thing. It, okay. Go, I hope it happens this week. So I never have to fucking hear about it again. But if it doesn't happen this week, you know what we're going to have to fucking deal with. Well, not me anymore. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> um, but it's just like, I can't believe that they didn't announce it. They clearly have it done. Ugh! No! That's <laughs> how this works. <laughs> you just, you know nothing. Ugh! And like, how long? How long have the people been saying this since the fucking Switch came out? That's right. It's probably been done that long, truly. I hate you, Kev. <laughs> Alright, uh, Silent Hill 2 remaster cropped up again this week with some screenshots and some design documents and the biggest thing coming out of this story is that it's probably gonna be timed exclusive to the PlayStation. I can see that. I mean, that, that's what they do. They pay the Watch money it be to, terrible. Yeah. I think Phil, terrible. I think Phil Spencer should make a statement saying that, um. It's an unfair advantage for them to be it's, um, the It was, it was not a good offer. Because Jim, Jim Ryan certainly called out Phil Spencer for his COD is offer. Is this you segueing? Don't you like that? Did I, I do well? I like that. Yeah, yeah that, that was pretty good. smooth. That was that a was pretty smooth. smooth segue. I'm just, I want to, I do want to talk about Silent Hill 2 remake for a second though. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll talk about Jimmy Jim, Lion Jim Ryan in a minute. This, it's gonna be bad. I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be like. This is not one of those scenarios where I'm like. I really hope I'm right or I know better. It's just like, it's a bloober team, and I don't know. I don't think they're gonna do a great job with that. I'm sorry. I just cannot see it. It'll look nice. Maybe. Here's the, here's the thing. No matter what bloober team does, Silent Hill Two is etched in people's memories as one of the greatest survival horror games ever made. Nothing they do is going to be good enough. Fair. But, I mean, yeah. just on a level of, like, their work. I'm not even comparing it to the original. I'm well, they've never had combat own... in their games. Exactly. And they've only done first person. And I don't think any of their games have been spectacular. They no. do some neat things, but, like, okay. like Their games are always okay. <laughs> So, they're getting one of the most beloved games of all time. It's different from what they normally do. And I feel like people forget, like, that game, the PS2 version of Silent Hill 2 is the only version people really will tell you to play. Because the Xbox version has different lighting that doesn't feel the same. The HD remake is apparently bad. I'm not ever putting it in, so just... You know, but it's apparently terrible. So it's like, there's been t attempts to bring this elsewhere, and the PS2 version remains king, and there's likely a reason why. And part of that's probably because they built it around the um, restrictions of the PS2. So you take all these design choices that are done because of restrictions, and you put it somewhere where those restrictions aren't there anymore... It doesn't come off the same way. It feels more lazy than... And, like, if you're... Like, what's the point of recreating Silent Hill 2? The surprise isn't going to be there. You know? So you're either doing... It's kind of like the Final Fantasy VII remake thing. Like, you're either deviating so far from it that, like, it's its own thing at that point. 
or you're just kind of retelling the same story and what's the point. Although Final Fantasy is a bit different because ma- they made the gameplay different, but how are they going to make the gameplay different in Silent Hill 2? I don't know. It just seems like a bad decision all around. Um, you- and good luck trying to recreate those cutscenes because those cutscenes are done way better than they should have been in 2000 by like one guy the uh cg like and it's amazing how detailed that cg is and fucking what are you gonna do now like oh it's super hyper realistic yeah it doesn't come off the same way and then are they gonna have new voice actors like it just seems like a bad decision all around and then you put bloober team in charge of it i'm like this wow we're just setting ourselves up for failure and i'm not trying to shit on a team that makes their own games but like now they're not working against just themselves they're working against a prior work i I just don't get it i don't get this idea at all i get it it's money but like i don't think it's going to be as successful as they want it to be well they already got some money probably because well playstation exclusive (laughs) so no paid Basically, Sony paid a big hefty check to keep it off of Xbox and Nintendo Switch or whatever, but I hate this keep practice. Going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I you're, do, too. You're doing good segue back in. Yeah, you were, I, I thought now, you were about to segue back in. Well, I mean, I can if we want to talk about Jim Ryan and the Call of Duty. So, this comment came out, um, basically him saying that Phil Spencer's offer for keeping Call, which by the way, the offer was keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation three years after the agreement, which I think the agreement ends in 2025 or 2024. Um, so basically six more years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, which would probably be the end of this generation. He said, that's not good enough. And I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, motherfucker don't have to give you nothing. Right. Yeah, that's what I said like, when I read it. I was like, "Nigga, he didn't have to do that." Like, <laughs> this is from this is from the genius of Jim Ryan, though, who also said that old games weren't worth playing, and then sort of reneged and went, "Oh, you know, here's our service," and then the service fucking bombs. They need to get rid of him. Right? He's going to destroy the PlayStation brand. Like, he really feels like um. Like he's trying a real hard. Lesser version of Don Matrick. Yeah. Like, he's not as bad, but he opens his mouth a bit too much and says some dumb things. Yeah. Which, I mean, this. I mean, who doesn't? But, you know, the four idiots on this podcast right now uh, don't run a company. I was going <laughs> to so, say, I don't uh, run a multi billion dollar company, Anthony, so I'm allowed to be stupid. Yeah. And I think what was weird about that quote, too, is that because he was like. I think he said something about I wasn't going to put this in the public, um, you know, spectrum or whatever. But since Phil said whatever he said, I what? I don't think Phil had said anything, any like particulars. He just said that, you know, the conversations had been made. But I guess Jim Ryan felt like, well, you know, let me whip up my base real quick and let them know they're trying to do PlayStation dirty. And he'll let them fight the battle. for. I just I don't know. I the whole thing. I really hope that Microsoft's deal goes through, not because I'm a fanboy, but because I just, I, I really would like to shut up the PlayStation people. <laughs> I, the thing is, is like, I start to hate these brands because of the people who are out there, like, bootlicking for both sides. Yep. Yeah. Like, it makes me root against you. Right, exactly. That's where right. I'm at. Yep. I don't, I don't understand why... 
Jim Ryan wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire, so why you defend his company, I haven't the slightest idea. Neither would Phil Spencer, to be fair. He he might spit on you, but he definitely wouldn't piss on you. He's a little nicer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Neither one of them are going to care. The only thing they want is you to open your wallet and subscribe to Game Pass or buy a PlayStation 5 or spend $70 on a remake or whatever. I don't know. That's all they want you to do. $70 so, for a remake. On a console, they just up the price in everywhere but the U.S. Which, but cut the pr- but cut the cost of making it. Yep. Yeah, so oh, they save themselves times. money okay, cool. and they make more money. See how that works? Yeah, yeah, that's called business. It's <laughs> smart. Business. Well, right. Did they ever really have a price decrease on the PlayStation Four? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. When Until, the re- when the slim when the came pro- out. I don't remember the Slim being cheaper. I remember it just replacing. The no, the PS4. Slim, the Slim PS4 went down to two ninety nine, didn't it? Because it was originally three ninety nine. Oh, wow. Maybe I just I feel like that console generation two was the same thing where it was like, all right, well, fuck you. Here's what well, you pay what we we ask you to pay, and then you know because the PS4 has got hard to find for a while. Yeah, everything um, got hard to find after like, a while. If Microsoft was smart, they'd sell Xbox Series S this holiday for two fifty. Just leave the Series X at five hundred, but make the Series S two fifty. Wow, that thing would sell. Yeah, it would. Uh, all right. Uh, one more news story before I go into the two showcases we had this week. Uh, Overwatch Two is apparently locking characters behind the battle pass. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm sorry, I said that a lot. I mean, you can laugh at it, Anthony. I will earn it's, it every month. You know it's that. It's just, yeah, it's just... Ugh. It's terrible. As somebody who plays this game regularly, there is so much wrong with this for a game. The thing about Overwatch that's so different from every other shooter is that game relies on the characters for the meta and the balance. Right. May I just, may I interject as someone that doesn't play the game, who exactly knows where you're going? You can, I can only imagine the matches where there's, you know... All the free characters are the only ones you see. Yeah. Well, no, that's... So, I understand where you're coming from, Anthony, but they're not locking the original 32, and they're not locking... Oh! They're not locking two of the three new ones. They're locking one of the three new characters. Well, that's better than I thought it was. I thought they were locking some of the original characters, and I went... No, 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 no. You'll have Ah. access to all of the heroes up front. But here's the thing... And somebody made this comment. I, I'd give credit if I remember who it was. Support players, which is the character they're locking, is the new support character. Um, haven't had a new character since 2019. Yeah, it's rough out here for support. Because I play support. So, yeah, so support players haven't had a new character. And they're going to have to grind to unlock the new character before they can be used. And here's the thing. Overwatch is a game of... Yes, you have your one tricks. You have your people who only play one character. And by the way, those people suck. Overwatch is a team game. You should be switching when the enemy team is fighting a certain meta. Imagine if this new hero is really good against something that somebody's playing. Somebody on your team asks you to swap, but oh, you haven't unlocked them yet. It's bad for the game. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully they change it. So. All right, we had two showcases, one on Friday, one on Saturday. The first one was the Disney slash Marvel game showcase, which, by the way, I have to say was fucking terrible. 
Yeah, that could have been an like, email. That that thing was so poorly designed and laid out, and I know there's a lot of people behind it working on it. I'm not criticizing those people, but literally this could have been, like Terrence said, this could have been an email. So Mike Bithel's making a Tron game, which we got a Metroid Prime 4-style logo for. That was it. Uh, DeLala Studios, the people who rebooted Battletoads, are making an Illusion Island, which is a four-player side-scrolling action game featuring Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy, which looks pretty cool. I like Battletoads. Yes, will that I, looked cool. Will I play it? Absolutely. Yeah. I especially like those Mickey cartoons that the the style's based on. Mm-hmm. Yep, me too. If you haven't watched those, yeah, there's some good. on YouTube. Watch the new Mickey Mouse cartoons. They're They're like more child-friendly Ren and Stimpy yeah, cartoons almost. Yep. With some of the weird close-ups and everything. I love those cartoons. Oh my also, god, they're so good. Also, it's D-Lala Studios. I liked the Battletoads remake. Sue me. I yeah, I too. liked it too. I thought it was good. People hated that game, and I don't yeah, know I don't why. know why either. I, I liked I it a lot. lot of things. Um, then they showed off some gameplay of Midnight Suns, which as soon as the cards came up, I noped right out of that one. Of course you did. I, on the other hand, yep. was excited. I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm yeah, happy that it has. Hands. I know. I'm like the card king over here. The, um, but yeah, I, I'm happy that it got a release date for this year. So it's coming in December, I think. December yeah, 2nd. December second. Yeah. It's also getting a sequel or prequel short uh, animated stuff. So, uh, Marvel Strike Force is a mobile RPG to be out September 13th. Does it have cards? It doesn't have cards. Uh, it's already out. That's the update. Uh, it's been out for years. It's a it's a character okay. collecting RPG, one of those type of games. Oh, it's that one. Yeah. I've seen that for it. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I got your game though. Marvel uh Marvel Snap. <laughs> there you go. Is That's a card game. The one. Yeah. I actually am already playing uh, that cuz I, you know, downloaded it from the Philippines cuz it's already out in soft launch. It actually for those of you that are listening that do play cards, unlike these People this here. man needed his fix um, so bad, he made a Philippine, <laughs> Philippines account bro, for a listen, fucking mobile listen, game. Listen, take listen, that in listen, for a listen. moment. That's actually the truth, though, because I like I have I have a Philippines account, I have a Japan, I have a Canada, I have a <laughs> Netherlands. Like yeah, like all the little like soft lodge stuff that goes. I need mobile. those. I need that card games, bro. <laughs> you know what else? You know what else you have? What a problem. <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, true. Lego, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga Galactic Edition. They're going to be releasing uh, a bunch of new character packs. Yeah, um, was that free? I was not impressed. I didn't know. Is that uh, paid packs? I couldn't. I don't know. Okay. I I don't know. I just was like, really. Uh, you know, and gonna be honest with you, the the DLC characters in that kind of sucked. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> they were just like reskins of characters you already had, which I know that happens anyways, and you could get early unlocks with that, but like they didn't have any voice acting. Nope. They're just kind of like, alright, well. I could have just waited to get Boba Fett. This was the announcement of the show for me. Gargoyles Remastered. I will play that. It's not going to be out to 2023, but I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, an- another mobile. Uh, RPG Mirrorverse will be out in October. It's based That's already on... out. It's already out. So it okay. must be an addition. Mirrorverse... I'm oh, sorry, I... it's getting villains in yeah. October. Uh, okay. Okay. That's what... So Mirrorverse, I'm going to say it right now, is like 
what it feels like somebody was like, okay, we have all these designs made for Disney Infinity. Make them a little bit more angry looking and call it a day. Put some armor on those fools and send them out. Pretty much. It- I love the designs of some of the characters, but like, I'm just like, I'm never playing an RPG on my phone. Um, next up was Speedstorm. Uh, all, it was just a new trailer featuring Monsters Inc. and them saying it's coming soon. That's a really good racer game. Um, there was an alpha or a beta last year that I was, it was only on PC that I got to play in. It's a lot of fun. The music in that game is fire. Um, and then the, and it's free I to play. I hope it's good. Yeah, it, it was solid yeah. racer. I know, but it's, I would I, rather, I would rather pay than a free to play game. I got you. It's, I don't think it's going to be that bad though. Like it, it was the gameplay I think will keep you coming back. Um, and it didn't, I mean, it didn't have any of the pay options, you know, in there. So I don't know how obtrusive it's going to be, but gameplay wise, it was pretty solid. I'll check it out. It's free. You know, sometimes it works, multiverses. Sometimes it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley got a trailer for the Toy Story realm. Um, not much to talk about there. Avatar Reckoning, which is... <laughs> I said it on Twitter. This game looks like a reskin of Defiance. If you remember that, that game did really well. Oh, my well. God. <laughs> they released that game twice, didn't they? Yeah. Yep, they, they re-released it. Yep. It might still Remember be going it was supposed on. to it was supposed to have weekly content with the show. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> that worked out well for you. And then finally, uh the untitled the fact that you call the game untitled means that we ain't seeing this game for God knows how long. Black Panther and Captain America game. So I was excited about that game when they uh there was a um it like leaked, I think the picture. And I was like, oh, dope. It's going to be co-op Captain America and Black Panther because those are my two favorite Marvel heroes. Magneto is tops. That's my boy. But those those two are my heroes. Um, but it's not co-op. It's single player. You just switch to different people. That makes me sad. You switch between Captain America, Black Panther, and then generic army guy and person from the Black Panther area, right? Wakanda. Yeah, it's uh, Wakanda. One of, they Sorry, I couldn't named, remember the name. I, Sorry, Dora so Malaje, I have... I have they named the people, because the one soldier guy, I can't remember his name. There was an interview that they did with uh, Amy Henning or, and all of them. But um, it's one of the uh, Howling Commandos is, is one of is what the soldier guy is. But why? Know. Why not, like, a named character from the soldier side? I Yeah, I don't know. Because actually the... Like somebody... Well, Somebody I would know, but right. I don't know Marvel stuff. Well, it might be an so obscure a... comic character. I'm sorry, then I'll let you go. So, um, the Dora Milaje yeah. chick that is, that's with them is an obscure character. She was mentioned like in one issue they talked about, and she's the, um, like the head of the spy network with, uh, for Wakanda. So, yeah, sorry, Anthony, go ahead. Um, I have, a, I have a pitch for you. What if we have you switch between three characters? And an open world, and we use the Saints Row lore. Oh, sorry, it's a different, different game, but that's what it feels like, right? Because you're like, oh, it'll be co-op. No, it's not. Yep. It's not going to be multiplayer at all. Ages of Mayhem. Like, what? That's, that's the... Agents of Mayhem. That is the vibe I got, because I thought Agents of Mayhem was going to be co-op. Me and my son was hyped. We was like, oh, we about to... Nah, single player. Like, what? I don't understand this world anymore. Uh, the last announcement was Marvel... World of Heroes, which is coming from Niantic, the same people who brought you Pokemon Go. 
have the, any nothing they've done since has taken off like Pokemon Go. Nope. No, but then Their Pokemon game before Go did take like, go take dude, off. Pokemon Pikmin. Go was like the perfect thing for that style. Yeah, Pikmin didn't take off. Although the Pikmin one sounds lovely, and I kind of the Harry Potter one interest in got canceled. Like they bombed, uh, killed it. Like it lasted for a while because my wife played it, but then it they like took it offline, so it's not even a thing anymore. Ooh, excuse me. All right, let's go through the Ubisoft thing. Uh, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, a new trailer with a bunch of gameplay, and they announced Rayman is a coming. Yes, thank God. And just give him his own game, God damn it! It'll never happen. Uh, Skull and Bones was shown. Woo. That's why I yawned. I saw the name Skull and Bones. Uh, update to Riders Republic. Okay. I didn't even know that was still a thing. <laughs> Dude, I felt like the Ubisoft Forward was a bunch of games that I don't play anymore um, because there were 37 Division games. Just yeah, I, throwing that out there. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, I didn't know the Division was still going like that. All right. Yeah, you got the Division 2 Heartland. Um, I don't even know. There's so much Resurgence, uh, Rainbow Six Mobile, like so many mobile games, so many free-to-play Division, Rainbow Six stuff. I I can't even keep track. Mythic Quest Season Three, great was show. The next announcement. Uh, Trackmania is going to be free to play, coming to consoles and PC in early 2023. Rocksmith Plus, which Wombat went into detail about. Just Dance 2023, obviously. Uh, keep on going, and then we have the Assassin's Creed thing. There's a lot to unfold here. So Assassin's Creed celebrating its 15th anniversary. They announced Mirage, which is a throwback to the original Assassin's Creed. It is a couple notes about it. It is 15 to 20 hours. So, you know, tight experience. It's also $49.99. I did not know that. Wow. I didn't know that either. Okay, hold on, hold on. Did you just say 50 50 to 60 hours was a tight experience? It's it's 15 to 20 hours long. 15 to 20. Okay, sorry. I misheard. I heard 50 and my brain just went, what the fuck do you mean tight experience? No, no, it's a 15 to 20 hour <gasps> oh, game. Oh, thank God. It's I 50 bucks. Any... It takes place bad. in Baghdad. And Ryan probably knows more about this. Basim is a character from Valhalla. He is the main yes, protagonist. A pretty major character in Valhalla. Yeah. So this takes place, what, 20 years Correct. before yep. Valhalla? Around eight, around okay. eight fifty. Just make sure I got all that right. Cool. And then they announced a bunch of new uh, what's in the Assassin's Creed Infinite or Infinity, however you, whichever one it is. Um, there's a there's a Japan trailer uh, or a Japan game coming called Red. There's also Hex, which is like during the Salem Witch Trials. Uh, there's uh, Assassin's Creed Jade, which takes place in China. I believe that's a mobile game. I didn't know that. God dang it. Why is everything mobile? It's like a weird mobile open world kind of game. Yeah. Hmm. So lots of Assassin's Creed stuff. Also, if you haven't seen it, there is a documentary about Assassin's Creed that went up on YouTube right after the event. Uh, I need to watch it this week, but basically just recapping the entire series history. So. Oh, that sounds neat. You said that went up on YouTube? Yep. Yeah, it's up on YouTube, so you can watch it there. I'll have to check that out. Cool. Yep. 
So uh, the the Assassin's Creed stuff was the best stuff, which is normally the stuff that like I don't even get excited about. But they've done really well with Assassin's Creed lately. Everything else in that Ubisoft forward, just that thing was well over an hour, and I don't feel like it needed to be more than thirty minutes. I agree. Yeah. I don't know, man. Everything in Ubisoft's repertoire now just feels so lifeless to me. Like I get why Just Dance is still around, but man. So much division, so much Rainbow Six, and just like I just because Sam Fisher is dead. Sam Fisher's been dead. He's gonna stay dead. Makes me so sad. No, no Lazarus Pit for Sam Fisher. <laughs> um, that's that's it though. That's all the news I got. Unless somebody has anything else. Close that, and then I'm going to pull up an email that I got. So this email comes from Jeremy. He says, hey guys, hope everyone is doing well. I'm slowly getting, I'm slowly getting away from Terraria after being glued to that game for over a month. What a great time, what a great game to play with kids. Uh, I picked up R-Type Final 2 on sale the other day and been playing that. I dig it, but man, I die. A lot of bullets I can't see. I think I'm just going to have to memorize every level. Also jump back into Diablo 3 Season 27. Um, I don't know how Blizzard will ever top this game unless they program the controller to blow cocaine into your face every time you get a legendary <laughs> drop. F your couch. So my, it's funny talking about Blizzard. My son, uh day before yesterday, was like, hey, have you heard of WoW World of Warcraft? <laughs> and I said, son, I played WoW in the beta. <laughs> Uh, and that's the conversation you don't yeah. want to have with your children. Dad, have you heard of WoW? No, no, no. It's the, not real. Uh, he's like, yeah, my friend um just started playing it, and I'm like, well, I hate to tell you, son, but it is ridiculously addictive. <laughs> There's a reason it's been going on for what oh, now, more 15 than that, years, right? It's. More I think it was 2004 really? yeah, when it was, it was in beta, so. I think it's been 18. Jesus yeah. Christ, so seven. Yeah, because my Jesus oldest Christ. was uh, was one. I think when I started the beta, because I I had to I had to um, work out a contraption to play the game and like feed the baby, <laughs> like hold her and like feed her while I was like, yeah. So yeah, it's it, it's been a while. Yeah. Jesus, all that all that Blizzard I mean, stuff runs forever, man. Yeah, I know, right? And then I guess Diablo 4 is going to be the first replacement in how many years? Well, I guess Overwatch is more recent because Overwatch 1 came out in six years ago. Fuck. Yeah. And that was their first new IP in how many years when they put Overwatch out? I don't even know how long it was. Jesus, what was the last new IP before Overwatch? It might have been StarCraft. Was it StarCraft? Jesus. No, there's no because Diablo came after StarCraft, I think. No, it didn't. Diablo was out before StarCraft. Oh, okay. Yeah, was it right, really StarCraft I before? I don't know. I'm up to look. Holy shit! <sighs> I don't know Good what I'd Lord, do if man. my son asked me about World of Warcraft. They don't like my kids. Don't play RPGs like that though, so they probably wouldn't even look. Yeah, into it. I I go back and. No, I go my back son doesn't either. Whether, like, I'll probably let him play it and just carefully monitor his playtime. Gotcha. Um, yeah, you have to do that because if you leave him carte yeah. blanche, ooh. Yeah. 
He gonna be in there all the time. He though is not one. Yeah. He 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 doesn't tend to be one that gets obsessive about a game and doesn't play anything else. Um, he tends to bounce around a lot. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, he is. Uh, so I I don't know how. Um, I don't know how deep he would let it get its hooks into him anyway. Um, but. I would still make sure I monitored his playtime if he started playing an MMO because they're just they're too easy to lose time in. Yeah. Let me so Anthony, are you the only person on this show and and maybe the only person in the world who has not had a crippling addiction to a Blizzard game? Correct. I have not played okay. I, I thought about it and it's like I may have played some Blizzard stuff, but yeah, no, I've never been I feel I like, like everybody. I don't like RTSs. I don't like MMOs. The lack cuts off a bunch of their shit. So I, I feel like team everybody shooters, I've I have ever... played Team Fortress Two and Diablo. I've only really played Diablo clones. So it's weird because I feel like everybody I've ever talked to who enjoys playing video games has had an addiction to one Blizzard yep. game or another. Yep, I I am multiple Warcraft Three, Starcraft uh, One. I'm not so much StarCraft 2. Diablo 3, like, I've had multiple addictions to World of Warcraft. Like, I, I love yeah, World I, I had two. I had two really bad ones. I had StarCraft, which I played for years, and now Overwatch, which I've played for I played a, a lot decade. of the original Warcraft on PC. Um, and then Warcraft 2, obviously, Warcraft 3. Um, even though I'm not really big on RTSs, I did like those games. Um, World of Warcraft... I was certainly addicted to it for a while, but I managed to kick my addiction after probably 350 or 400 hours. Uh, unlike some folks I know that have years and years invested. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend that I tell you my hour count. He's still there. Yeah, <laughs> still playing. Well. I was done. I was I, done. I, the tell same, you I was done with okay. WoW the same year it came out. Actually. Um, I never even made it to the first expansion. Um, oh, yeah, I, I, I played a ton of it in beta, a ton of it after it came out of beta. And then quite honestly, I resented how much time it was taking. Um, and I, I wanted to play other stuff. And so I, um, uh, I bailed on it from there. I think it helps that it wasn't my first MMO. Um, cause I had played, uh, City of Heroes before that. Um, and I, I was, I was obsessed with City of Heroes for a while too, and probably put four or 500 hours in that as well. But the same thing happened to me with City of Heroes and City of Villains. I got, uh, I got resentful of the games for how much of my time I felt like they were taking, um, because it prevented me from playing other stuff. So, um, to be fair, I was also working two jobs when that game came out. So, it was also taking an, in, Damn, it was also no taking an inordinate yeah. amount of my sleep as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, I, 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 I bailed on it. Again, I did put, like I said, 350 or 400 hours in, but then I, I, I noped out hard and never went back. Anthony, I just want to mention, you said you did not like RTSs and you didn't care much for team shooters. I don't either. I, in fact, I don't play any other team shooter or RTS, but my two most addictive Blizzard games were an RTS and a team shooter. 
Yeah, but I don't. I don't go into this series going. I'm going to play this. I, I I don't know how you end up in there. Like I know I don't like them. I've tried them, dude. So we ended, my, well, that's not true. I played Team Fortress Two, but I like Team Fortress Two. But then I fell off Team Fortress Two, and I'm just like, I'm not interested in getting into another one. Both both of the games I got addicted to. So Starcraft, I was working at Electronics Boutique at the time. And I worked with a bunch of guys who played on PC, and they talked me into buying StarCraft. Like, they were making this big deal about StarCraft. I'd never heard of Blizzard at that time. I'd never, you know, I knew what Warcraft was. It wasn't my jam. Um, StarCraft came out, and everybody's like, oh, my God, everybody's got to play it. So they talked me into buying it. I played two games online with these guys, and the next thing I know, two years later, I had sunk probably a 1,000 hours in that game. Overwatch was... Jay got a review code, and when they sent the review code, they also sent an Xbox code. So he played it on PC. So I downloaded it, and I started playing it, and I was like, you know what? This isn't going to stick. I don't play online games. Even at that time, I don't play online games. And here we are six years later. I'm still playing this motherfucking video game. Games of your life. It, uh, dude, you have no idea. Dude, I've got t-shirts. My wallet is a Lucio wallet. I want oh, you to damn. know that. Okay. Yeah, it did change your life. That's what's up. It's just, I couldn't even believe that I was, I did, I couldn't believe that I played it as much as I did. And I cannot believe when I look at my counts now. Dude, I spent more time in season 36 of competitive Overwatch than I did any combination of every game I've played this year. I put 150 hours in season 36. Dude. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I gotta say is just, yeah, I can't say anything else at this point. Like, I tried to stop playing it yesterday. I logged off, I started playing something else, I watched some TV, I was back on that game two hours later. Yep, that's obsessive. It's awful. (laughs) Yeah, I hope the second one grabs you, like, like, I hope the new one grabs you like this, because I know, I know you played the beta, but I know they're making changes to different stuff, but I hope you... Still get that enjoyment. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> Truthfully, like I sit here and I think about it, I'm like, God, I hope I hate the sequel right. so I can play other games more. Yeah, you'd have some time back. I got you. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, the only tweet I have comes from our horror conversation last week. Um, says comes from Henrik says since you talked about scary movies last week, I'd like to chip in my recommendation. You probably haven't seen, but should. As above, so below. I've heard of that. I have not seen it, but that title sounds so familiar. I've heard that movie's title, but I have not seen that movie. I did watch Drew's movie this week, which he's not here to talk about. I watched Breakdown because he screamed about it. I, I thought because we were having horror conversations that it was going to have like a horror twist. No, it's just a thriller. Yeah, it's just a thriller. I mean, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, that's not a horror movie. Oh, I have yeah, seen above, this. So, Sorry, I screamed. As it. Above, So Below is the one that uh, takes place in the catacombs. Yeah, in Paris. Paris. No, thank you. Uh, what's it? What's the premise? Is it like ghosts? I, or, I didn't, no, I didn't look into um, it anymore. There. Well, I, I screened it back. This was back in the day when it came out in 2014. But it, um, I, I think it's like, if I remember correctly, it's loosely based on like the circles of hell, like the seven 
layers or circles of hell or whatever. Oh. Like, it's loosely based on that. It wasn't bad. Like, it, it was good as a horror movie. Like, I don't... I mean, it wasn't bad. Like, yeah, if you can find it streaming or whatever, you should check it out. <clears throat> yeah. If I can find it streaming, I'll check it out. I did... There was... A bunch of stuff went live this weekend, so I was going to watch Morbius because it's on Netflix. Because fuck oh. it, you know, oh, just yeah. watch it once and yeah. be done with it. Um, but I didn't get around. He doesn't to watching... say it's Morbin time, so just get that <laughs> out of your head now. I don't care. Um, I didn't get around to watching that, but I did watch Thor. What the fuck happened to that movie? Yeah, I I that... took the kids to watch it, and I... I was like, meh. That movie was not good. Yeah. I Can I just so there's there's multi there's multiple layers to this, but so I'll let Terrence finish his thought. I apologize. Oh, that no, that was all I had. But about the as be, as above, so below. I think it's a found footage movie. If I'm remembering the right one, so I don't know if you have a problem. Yeah, with that's those. what it said on Wikipedia. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of those. The, yeah, you probably won't like it because yeah, it is a found footage video because it came out I at did. the height of all that. I did like Area 51. Mm, that was cool. Yeah, I did like that one. I did like that one. <clears throat> but go ahead, go ahead Anthony. Anthony. Sorry. What were you going to okay, say? Okay, so there's there's multiple issues right now with, with the Disney Marvel stuff. Uh, one of it's just pure volume. Yes, I agree. Um, th- when you have too much of something, it doesn't let anything have time to breathe. It becomes less special. You know, it... It's kind of like when Ubisoft said they're taking a break from Assassin's Creed, even though, what, it was a year, I think, that we didn't have an Assassin's Creed. It came back with Origins. Origins was... felt special. I remember, and I played it recently, this year, and it's like, it's still a great game. And, um, but like, I recall people being like, oh, thank God, it's something different. Um, the problem right now is that they want all this stuff to coincide inside the same universe right like be like oh yeah this is all one universe but like fail to understand that like if you're trying to do different types of movies that doesn't really work because then you have a comedy movie inside the same universe as this like really depressing movie and they don't know what they're doing there i think they lost all their big stars some of which they made some of which they brought on they're working with a new cast of characters and they don't own Spider-Man. And they're not bringing in X-Men yet. Or Fantastic Four. And uh, so they're working with the BB-listers. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm going to leave everything alone. But we're not no, gonna I, know what you're, I know what you're about to say. But it's like, it, it, they're not in the same sense as what they you would want. And not for a brief moment, either. No, that's all, that's all characters. coming. Like, they had to build a... But, you know... I, I would almost agree with you with like the the, the change in tones of things between different stuff. But Ragnarok worked, and it was funny. Ragnarok. So here's the other issue they they don't want to pull too much from comics, but at the same time they want to as well. Like, um, what is it? Gore, the God Butcher. Yeah, Christian Bale's yeah, character. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't look anything like the character in the the comic. Fine, but like he, he the looks, characterization he looks from close my enough without looking like Voldemort, which I think is what they're trying to avoid. Yeah, I yeah. was fine. I was fine with it, and and it's he's creepy looking. He's the best part of that movie, truly. But like, does he kill any gods? Yes, I am not going to spoil because oh. Ryan's so far behind. I don't want right, to. Right, but it's just like. That's a big portion of that character, and from I don't know how you do that in one movie. 
you know, just kind of be like, and this is a thing that's happening now. And, like, that's the problem. Like, we're starting to get into the point where it's like, they haven't had they, all this build-up. Well, so they I, have I to kind of introduce people. Yeah. I did, I'm sorry, I didn't realize And, like, Brian, Thunderbolts is happening. Oh, well, that... Thunderbolts is happening. Thunderbolts, not even the same... Like, that... Most of the Thunderbolts team are, like, leaders from the Thunderbolts over decades. The team that so they're going have like a Thunderbolt is, like, the, half the team does the same thing. Like, they're all super soldiers. Mm. Like, I don't... I'm not sure why Bucky is there, but, you know, okay. I, I don't know. Whatever. But that's just it. Like, I don't... The, looking at that, that, that cast, I was like, huh. These have all been leaders at one point in time. They've never been in the same Thunderbolts together. Hmm. And it's just very... But it's like, it feels like they're looking for scraps. And, so speaking of volume, they're running their VFX people, like, to the ground. Yeah, that shows in the She-Hawk show, which I haven't seen. I've just seen clips of it running around. It shows in everything. Like, they just... when uh, So, you watched the updated version of the new Thor movie, because apparently the one that was in theaters... They've changed something since. Oh, and it's that, just like yeah, I saw that. The floating head, but like yeah. I'm sure that's not the only thing. And it's just they're not getting these movies done. Like I remember when Black Panther, they had to kind of almost rush Black Panther so he could have his movie before, um, the big sort of movie. I don't remember which one it was. was one it. Of the I think Avengers, that was after. Or- no. Yeah. Yeah, it was with one of the Avengers. Yeah. His I think it was before. Yeah, I think it was towards like Endgame. Yeah. So it's just. And the VFX in that took a hit. And it's just like you're running these people into the dirt. Horror stories keep pouring out. And it shows when people are working harder on one thing than another because you have so much. And it's just like, yeah, it's. It's just kind of a mess. It's kind of like right now in, in the comics world. There's so many goddamn Spider-Man titles. God, yeah. They're letting someone finish up their previous Spider-Man title under the name Spider-Man. And they have the amazing Spider-Man. And they have Spider-Punk. And they're soon to have Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man. And it's just like, you have too much shit going on. X-Men? X-Men. Well, yeah. And Miles Morales is at least not Peter Parker. Yeah. That's, That's kind of like... These other ones are, like, Peter Parker from different dimensions, but they all intertwine. Like, Miles is doing his own fucking thing. Same with uh, Spider-Gwen. But it's just, like, how do you... You're getting to the point where there's just too much shit compounding on itself. Like, what do you pull from to make Spider-Man? Like, the best stories? But the best stories work off of decades of lore. It's just a nightmare. They're running into the problem that DC has never overcome. (laughs) Yeah, and it's not going to get any better for DC with the Discovery purchase. Uh, no. no, no, it's not. But it's just like, ah, uh, fuck it. Like, so in the 90s, Spider-Man, the 90s into the 2000s, Spider-Man had like four different titles. But all four, so it was weekly, which, wow, well, how to rip people off. But every comic led into the next comic. So Amazing led into Sensational, led into Spider-Man, led into Web of. And it's just like, X-Men right now, X-Men has X-Force, X-Men... titles. They have way too many. Yeah, Fuck X-Men X-Men, Red, X-Men Red, X-Men Green, Hellfire Gala. Like, it's just yeah, so much shit. Them. Like, I, if 
uh, and they're... Uh, West Magneto's on the cover. I don't even fool with it. Like, so many. <laughs> West Magneto's on the cover. He's like, fuck this. Like, Get your piece of shit out of yeah, here. Yeah, it's too many. It's too, yeah. I, I see, you're yeah. right. It's, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot to keep track of. And, and, but that's what, that's what's happening with the, their shit. Like, yeah. They have Daredevil coming out. They have She-Hulk. They just had Moon Knight. They had, just had Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Um, yeah. They had Thor. They have, they just had Doctor Strange. What else Doctor is coming Strange. out this year? Uh, this year... Wanda Forever is in November. Um, yeah, that's the last one, right? That's for the this last year? movie. Yeah, I don't think there's any other shows coming out this year after She-Hulk. It's just so much shit. Yeah. It is a lot. And, 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 and like Ryan, I know Ryan's a lot further behind than I am, but like I I haven't watched Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, or She-Hulk. Like I haven't seen any of those yet. Those all are good. I mean, I know people, uh, whatever about She Hulk. I think it's funny, but I like lawyer shows too. But it's it's more of a lawyer show, and she just happens to be She Hulk, and they kind of play off of it like they do the She Hulk comics, and I think it works. Like I like that show. But Moon Knight and uh, what's the other one you said you know about? Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss you Marvel. Watch, you'll you'll yeah. probably yeah. Those those are good. Yeah, I'll get and to I- them eventually. It's just it's hard because. Like it, like like Anthony said, it just feels like it's too much. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a huge. I don't even go to the theaters. It all. It's all. It's all necessary too. Right? Yeah, like, you have I miss to know a couple it. issues of Spider Man, and none of them are key issues. I'm not too worried about it. But if you miss, like everything's a key issue, and if you don't know what key issue means, it means that something that changes the dynamics of the comic. Yeah. Whether it be lore or an introduction of a character, something important happens in that comic. To make it so, even if you skip everything in between key issues, that issue still gives you enough information to work on later on. The problem is, everything that Disney does with the MCU is important because it's all supposed to lead into something bigger. Yep. All the time. But you have so to what watch do you all cut of off. It. Yeah. Yep. And it's just like nobody has the time. I've seen people that are like, "I'm doing an MCU rewatch." I'm like, "Oh my god." How the hell do you have that much time? Right. Agent Jesus. Carter. Like, they're including Agent Carter and stuff. And I'm like, oh my fucking god, that's so much time to be doing anything else. And I get it. They, they're they big fans. I'm not criticizing the content. It's just like, that's so much. Like, I could read those stories faster than I could watch them. And I don't know. It's just a very weird thing. And and this is, a, this is not as big of an issue anymore, I don't think. But maybe it is because I've kind of just dropped off those movies. I had zero interest. But I noticed it when it happened in Avengers, and it just kind of continued to go. Everybody's quippy. Uh, As a Joss Whedon thing that's they haven't been able to get rid of. But everybody's quippy or funny in their own way, and that's not how it works. And it's like Spider Man was quippy. Yeah, and I get it. Like, you know, Iron Man was played by Robert Downey Jr. He, he, Really nails the character and redefined it, dude. But like the, the everybody between... needs a joke. Thor needs a joke. Thor, well, Thor, Thor in the did not have so... jokes. Did Thor did not have jokes in the first movie? Like maybe no. one or two here. He's a he's entirely a comedic punchline in this fourth yes, movie. Is. And yes, and if you read the current comics, even though I dislike Donny Cates' writing, the character is always serious. Yeah, funny things may happen, 
Okay, just now that you said you don't like Donny Cates, I have to go into it. For people that don't know, Donny Cates, everything he writes is like an episode of Dragon Ball Z. You'll yep. read one arc, and then some bullshit power will come in at the end and save the fucking day, yep. and then we move on to the next story. <laughs> everything Donny Cates writes is the same exact thing. Crossover, which was he wrote himself into as like the god power that comes in and bullshit happens at the end, and it's him. He's the fucking bullshit that happens at the end. Uh, anyways... Thor, he writes Thor in such a way where, like, Thor is not funny. Funny things may happen to Thor and around Thor, and Thor might understand that it's funny. But for the most part, Thor is not comedic. The most comedic thing he does is writes Tony Stark's phone number on the hammer that he throws to Earth. That's it. And, like, everybody needs that. It's like they're fighting for punchlines. And it's like, I don't understand that. And it works when you're, like, doing a buddy cop thing, you know, like, the Hulk and Thor. Yeah. But, like, Falcon when and it's Winter just Soldier, kind of Thor. The quippy stuff worked in that, because it was, like, a buddy cop show, basically. Right. Yeah. But, like, every time anybody's in something, it's all quippy. Like, I, Guardians of the Galaxy, I forgive a bit more, because the whole thing's kind of a... The, these are the losers. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But it's just, like, everybody's that. Yep. The Avengers were that, like, towards the end. It's just, like, I don't understand why they're so afraid to let people just kind of be serious. But, again, it goes back to that tonal thing that I just don't think they understand. And it, it It's kind of a nightmare, and I just, like, I don't know. It's weird. I feel the same way about it as I do comic books. Sometimes you just get a bad run. Maybe, maybe we'll get out of it. But, like, you know, been waiting for Blade... Is Blade going to be serious or Blade going to be a big joke? Because I don't feel like it'll thread the needle well. But whatever. Anyway. It's a lot. Yeah. That's it for what I've got. Unless anybody has anything else. Um, if you want to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at M4G Podcast. You can also follow me at ztgd, Terrence at Lord Magnus, and Ryan at WombatRP. Anthony, he's not on Twitter. He's, he's saying, yeah. um, you can check out Phoenix down sinking city. The episode is done, but I guess Matt's audio didn't get uploaded. So yeah, something goofy happened. And, um, he said that he uploaded it and he showed us a screenshot, but I think he found out that it, for some reason, paused the upload by itself. So Drew's going to get that done. I don't know what that, where that puts us at for this week. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't either. So if he gets the episode to me tomorrow or whenever, um, we'll just put it up. If not, it'll just go up on Friday, like everything else. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. I don't know if we're taking off this week because it'll be weird for people to catch up that are trying to play along. I don't know. I don't know at all. Drew, Drew's not here. Drew's not here, man. No, of course he's not. You know, that's that's Drew's mo. So, but anyway, that's it for the show this week. Unless anybody has anything else, we'll get out of here. Peace, bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.
This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4C radio lair. Yeah. <laughs>